Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture. And whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective. And open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 146 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live. Coming at you quick, man, like Max Crosby breaking through an offensive line. Yeah, Swaggo. man. Max. Max. Hey, so uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the fan cave. Uh, the one and only Swag Jeff, the man that adorns the Western Annex 
of the Southern Annex, or the Western Annex of the Southern, or Southern of the Western, whatever it, do- it is. What's he's up, here, man. He's here. It doesn't matter where he's at as far as the Murph's fan cave desk goes. He's here. He's here, and you got uh, you got first billing because uh, Uncle Mosh is uh, only his hats here. Yeah, he's MIA. He's MIA. He's uh, he's had a busy production week this week, and he's got some other commitments going on. So uh, so he uh, he's he's taking the week off, but yeah. uh, but young Swago has stepped in Absolutely. and uh, will fill the co-host role for the night. So I will do my you. best. I will do my and best. You always do a fantastic job, and well, appreciate yeah. you being here. This is here. like five or six episodes in a row. I've been a part of this. Your wife is a saint. Let me just say that. Yes, I love her so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. the best. She's the best. She's she the let, best. She lets you come play radio once a week. I know. Her. Right? Yeah, it's fun. I know. It's a good time it's great. here. And, yeah. I'm all about it. I'm yeah, all, all about, about it. it. So we were off last week because of the Raiders' bye week. You know, we were all riding high off the victory in London yes. against Chicago. The Raiders had a bye. So we decided, you know, this might be a good time to get a get a break, kind of get refreshed. And then we went to Green Bay. But anyway, but let's talk about yeah. happier times. Uh, so uh, Swago, one of the our favorite things about Raiders Fan Radio is that you can interact with us in a multitude of ways. You can call us anytime, 909-345-3346. Leave us a voicemail. If we play your voicemail on the show three times, we refer to you as what we call a made man or a made woman. Uh, You can send us an email, which we're going to get to emails later today or tonight. And uh, you can email us at show, S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or you can join us live here on the YouTubes uh, and be part of our amazing chat room. Uh, And you do that by going to uh, youtube.com slash Murph's fan cave and join into the community there. This is Raiders fan radio. We are all about the fans. We are all about Raider nation and we have one of the best communities and best chat rooms. And so, uh, so Swago shout them out. Who do we got in there tonight? We got everyone in there. Mojo Raider, uh, coach Davis and Harley Raider at, uh, we got Aaron, the Q dog Raider renegade, Chris Potts, Raider Ramon, uh, D the sun. We, we've got, we've got the whole crew. Man, that is awesome. Appreciate all of you joining us live. And again, um, if you want to join us live, check us out, youtube.com slash Cave, and, and do us a favor, too, while you're there, hit that like button, uh, hit that subscribe button. Yeah, smash the bell. S- smash the bell, as the kids say. That gets you notification on your device and lets you know when we go live, which is, for the most part, every Wednesday night at, like, 7 o'clock. All right, so... Um, couple housekeeping notes here uh for those of you uh that uh that that pay attention to us on a regular basis we are going to oakland uh yeah we are a week oh my gosh i'm so excited so excited so stoked it's gonna be great man so we're headed out for two reasons one is you see over swag's left shoulder there our check from you this is not from rfr this is from the rfr listeners and not swag jeff um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't see Swag Jeff anywhere over here, but, but no. hey, I'm with you guys over here. There you go. We're accounts. That's right. Uh, so the RFR listeners, you you all were so generous and so amazing in helping us in our uh, fundraising effort to uh, to come up with $2,000 to, don- uh, to donate to the Blitnikoff Foundation. Yes. I actually sent in the official check this week. All right. Uh, and then now there's our big fake check yeah. that represents the donation on your behalf, and we're going to present that yes. on November 1st at the Blitnikoff Foundation's Crab Fest or annual Crab Fest that's on Friday. Then on Sunday, we're going to the game. We're going to go oh, see the Raiders yeah, we are. take on the Detroit Lions. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Uh, you know, uh, Swag's going to be there. I'll be there. Mosh will be there. Cousin Sonny, co-founder of the show. Our redheaded, literally, step-cousin Ryan, who roots for the Broncos. But, you know, don't bring Mo- that up. Mo- Mojo said it's going to be Liddy like a titty. 
hey, hey, hey. Is that PG-13? Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, be all right. Be all right. Yeah, we're going to have a ball, man. And speaking of Mojo, I think he's he's hooked us up with uh, with with spots in, in Lot D, I yeah. think. We're going we're gonna to tailgate and I have a big time. Well, he mentions it and later on yeah. in his call. He's doing like street tacos, like San Diego oh, street tacos. I know, man. Yes, we're, I'm all about that. It's going to be awesome. I'm like, all about that. Our made men are the best. We have the best listening uh, crew and just and they're more y'all are more than listeners y'all are, are active participants in this show and content creators yourself and uh man they're they're doing a tailgate yes like, they're doing a tailgate uh we're going to the game and these guys uh you know big raider trucker uh q dog raider mojo yep. these guys are they're, they're all doing this uh are gonna participate in this tailgate uh and it's gonna be a lot a lot of cannot fun. wait cannot wait to meet you guys and uh and thank you and thank you and thank you not only to them but but to everyone that that contributed to, to this two thousand dollar check that yes. we're about to give because it's because of you that we get to go and do this kind of stuff and 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 present this check on your behalf so, yeah. so thank you so much thank you so much absolutely cannot thank you enough and that's one of the things that differentiates raider nation from the rest of the uh of the fan bases yes. in the nfl like chuck says on the fan club blitz no one does it like we do no no one else absolutely does no not. one else does fandom like raider nation and so uh so we're, we're so thankful uh to all of you and uh and all the support that you give us all right so here at Raiders Fan Radio, we always refer our episode number back to something significant uh, within the Raiders history. And so tonight is episode number 146 of Raiders Fan Radio. And Swago is our numbers guy, our resident numbers guy, yes. and always does such a great job in, uh, in letting us know something significant that happened. And so what do you got for 146, Jeff? So, so 146. So I had a whole thing lined up. I had, I had whole, did. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I did. I had a whole thing lined up with, uh, with our boy... Uh, with our boy uh, Marv Hubbard, Marv Hubbard, fullback from yeah, the full, late like, yeah, sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So nineteen seventy three, he had a killer year. He had he had he played in fourteen games and had six touchdowns. What what which equals one forty six right there? But uh, but tonight, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, it was good. But then we called an audible because uh, because we're gonna uh, pay our respects yeah. to uh, to Willie Brown. Yeah, to Willie Brown, and and so so what I did. Was we tried to stretch it and twist it and all that because we wanted to make it Willie Brown's night. It's going to be a Willie centric evening tonight. It really is. Here. It really yeah. is. We're going to talk Raiders and we're going to talk about games for for just a hot second. But but tonight is about Willie, and so uh, so we twisted it and turned it and 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 made it Willie's night. So episode one forty six, we're going to go with Willie Brown. Uh, all right, Willie what Brown, and he uh, just an amazing career, old man Willie. Uh, ripped. I mean, is he the OG twenty four? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's OG twenty yeah. four. Someone may have wore it before him, but, but no one wore it right, before him. Right. You know and, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And he's he set the precedence of number twenty four. With, uh, I mean, it's just one of the greatest of all time. And yes, absolutely. And Murph's Murph's got a twenty four right there. And 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 that was a that was a donation from Swag Jeff. It sure was. And, Thank yeah, you. It was very and, timely. Thank you. <laughs> but he had four All Pro seasons. He was in the Pro Bowl nine times, but he had four All-Pro seasons. It's 1968, 1969, 1971, and 1973. And in those four seasons, uh, he had an interception yards. He had 27, 111, 2, and negative 1. And he had one interception that went for six points. Oh, so, wait, wait a minute. Are you going 146 on me right there? 146? Oh, one four six. <laughs> oh, that's good. I didn't even think of that. Okay, but yes. all right, all right. Okay, so if you add up the numbers twenty seven, no, it doesn't. One eleven, no way. Two, 
Subtract one for negative one. Oh. And then one interception. So add one and then add six points. You get 146. So there you go. There you oh, go. 146. Awesome. Uh, this one's to you, Willie. Oh, that's awesome, man. Good job, Swaggo. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you, you. You put some work in on that one. Oh, dude. my gosh. I was crunching numbers. I had to get, I got my calculator out. I was doing long division. I was doing all kinds of stuff, man, but we got it. That's fantastic. Well, absolutely. We, we're going to, hey, and uh, as then Swaggo said, we're going to honor Willie all night tonight. Um, just a little disclaimer here at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the Green Bay game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to hit it. We're, we're going to get on, on to, to Houston as well. Uh, but, but, you know, look, there's a lot of Raiders fan-created content out there. There's a lot of podcasts. Yes. There's a lot of YouTube shows. There, it's very diverse in opinions and all that kind of stuff. So there's lots and lots of content out there. Uh, one of the things that we do here in Raiders Fan Radio that I like to think that we do well is that we honor the past and we honor the mystique of the Raiders. Yes. And when we lose someone of the significance of Willie Brown, I think it's very appropriate for us to camp out on that for a minute. Yeah, we gotta to, yeah, we gotta pause and take a look at that because gotta, that's yeah. We gotta spend some time talking about Willie. So um, you know, if 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 you're looking for tonight, and I think so those of you that you know watch us or listen to us regularly, you kind of have an idea where I'm going with this already. But if you're looking for heated debates about whether Derek Carr should have two hands on the football or whether he should be diving for the pylon to begin with or whatever. This may not be the place for you. And I'm not discouraging anybody from listening to us. And I value, we value every single one of you, but just know this, that we're not, we're not pretend to be analysts. That's not what, what we're about. We're fans, your fans. We want to talk about our fandom. We want to celebrate the Raiders. And this is not ignoring something like, look, it was a rough game in Green Bay, but if you expected us to win in Green Bay against arguably the greatest passer of all time, then you may want to rethink that one to begin with. But, sure. But anyways, but point being, though, is that we're going to talk about the greatness of the Raiders. We're going to talk about the greatest of Willie Brown. We're going to talk about the greatest characters that have ever populated and worn the silver and black. We're going to, we're going to celebrate our, our listeners in the Sea of Fans mailbag, and that's where our, our, our focus is going to be tonight. So, so just know that. Um, so that said, we're going to give a lot of respect. You know, respect segment uh, is at the top of the show. Um, sadly, is in memoriam a lot. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. We've done it's Cliff Branch. We've lost lately. I mean, we've lost some very significant Raiders lately. Um, but Willie is, I mean, understated, frankly, in his significance in in and what he represented as a Raider. So we're going to do a big long Willie Brown segment. That's, Absolutely, that, that's just coming. So so set that aside for respect. But there is one other area of respect that I do want to shout out. Yes, Jeff, or absolutely. Hey man, we got over five thousand likes on our Raiders fan radio Facebook page. Yeah, we do, and that was really cool. Absolutely, we like to celebrate those milestones. Absolutely, and I saw that. And, and Swago, you've done a fantastic job with our well, social media. Well, thank you, thank you for letting me be a part of it. Well, yeah, and yeah, and, and thanks to you guys. Thanks, thanks to you guys at home that are watching and listening and all that stuff and and helps. You know, I mean, you know. You and I could just sit and talk about this, just the two of us, and we'd be happy and content. But for you guys to to pay attention to us and to see what we do and all that stuff, thank you. We Absolutely. love you guys. This is this is a show by you and for you. You know, right you, you guys here in the chat, you guys make it what it is. You guys send amazing stuff on social medias with pictures and and your opinions on things and stuff that it's you know, you help us make this show. Absolutely. And so this show is for you and 
we love you and, and thank you. Thank you very thank much, you. man. Absolutely. Appreciate, it's cool stuff, man. See, seeing those milestones, whether it's in, in ratings or, you know, again, here in social media, man, that's that's uh, pretty significant. So we appreciate uh, each and every single one of you. All right, Swaggo, hit that contact info and let's talk about old man Willie. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh, he twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. So... Murph, before we get into Willie Brown, yeah, uh, you know, I guess we do should talk. I about guess we a should bit talk about the game in Green all Bay. Right, all right, all right. The game right. in Green Bay. Uh, tell tell me your thought. What 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 did you take away from that game? All right. Well, the the big takeaway was that we got punked by arguably the greatest passer of this generation. I mean, you know, I've never, I've not hidden my. Um, you know, respect for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're from a similar part of the world. Um, in fact, we went to the same community college. How about that? Did you really? Yeah, Butte Community College. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, nice. He's from Chico, California, which is where Chico State is. Which yeah. is which is yeah. So, anyways, um, but anyway, so I've I've always had just you know had an awareness of him as a, as a college player, and then as he's been in the NFL, and I just I'm a fan of football. I'm a fan of the quarterback position and I'm a fan of the way that he plays it. I just don't think that there's a lot out there that, that do it better than he does. And if you have any weaknesses, that's the guy that will rip your throat out. Like he's the guy that will absolutely crush you. And so when you got guys like, well, what's our Jake Kumaro? When yeah, Jake, make him, I mean, when you Rogers make Jake, made him look like an all-star. Yeah. So, and then and our defense made them both look like all pros. And so when that happens, um, I, I'm not shocked by it. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect us to win that game. I think it was unfortunate the way that the, the game turned. And look, and I'm going to I'm gonna give this put partially on Derek. I'm not going to apologize for him for what he did trying to dive into the end zone. I'll never get on a guy or be critical of a guy that's making a hustle play. I think that in fairness to if, if, if you're making a hustle play, you're just trying to make, you're trying to create something, you're giving up your body. I don't, I don't have any, 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 um, any hate towards that. The ones where he floats them in the end zone and t- those turnovers in the end zone, those are a little harder to swallow. And those I think we could fairly be critical of because there you're not making an aggressive mistake there. You're like, you're hoping that your guy 
goes and makes a, a, a an amazing play. Floating a, a, a ball into double and or triple coverage and expecting your guy to make a play, I think, is a little bit misguided. I, that I don't have any 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 apologies for Derek on, but uh, but it was unfortunate that that's those plays weren't the ones the game turned around on. It turned around on the fumble through the end zone. It's a stupid rule. That's a whole nother thing to get into as well. But yes. but that was my big takeaway is that going in. I didn't expect them to win. I don't expect them to win in Houston either. But then when we play the Lions, the Titans, the Chargers, that what I mean, there's yes. like four or five extremely winnable games on the schedule coming yeah. up on the very near future. If we don't win those games, then I'll be like really worked up about all that. But as of right now, look, we lost to Aaron freaking Rodgers. The guy's going straight from Green Bay to Canton. Like, come on, man. Absolutely. Like, he just freaking stole our DB souls. And that's what Aaron Rodgers does. And if you don't have an exceptional defense to counter him, then this is where you end up. So, anyways, that was, that's kind of my general overall okay. in the game. How about you? So, so. A few takeaways. So, so one thing that you did, you text, you texted. We have a little group text between all of us, uh, or some of the made men here, and you texted a list of all the quarterbacks. After, so, since Derek Carr, <laughs> you texted a list of over the last four or five years, quarterbacks that have been drafted, and said, "Who you taking?" And I mean, and Derek Carr still. Since 2014, yes. the top quarterbacks taken in the draft, there are two names on there. Deshaun, oh no, was, was there three? It was Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and there might have been one more that I yeah, was like. Yeah, maybe one more. And yeah, I was but, like, okay, like those guys are what? But other than that, other like. Other than that, I like, mean, Derek who, Carr's the guy. Who do you want, Raider Nation? Look, at, look, do we have a playoff caliber quarterback? The answer to that question is yes. Do you have a playoff caliber defense? The resounding answer to that question is no. You're so right. focus your criticism in the right spot. That's exactly. all I'm saying. I'm not exactly. saying Derek's perfect. He didn't look. He had some rough plays. I'm, again, I'm not going to apologize for him. Absolutely. But when you're playing an elite team like yep. what Green Bay is, arguably the best team in football. Yep. Okay. Well, or at least in their in their conference. So is Minnesota. So is Kansas City. Like, look at our three losses. Yes. He's talking about losses to, to Super Bowl contenders. So let's Ab keep it perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and so, and, you know, and, and I've seen a lot of people just like the last big loss that we had, you know, all two a two or two a 2020, all that stuff. Oh, I mean, talking about on, that. Come man. on, man. And, you know, I mean, but really, I mean, how much of this do you put on car? Yes, it was a huge momentum swing. We were about to go in and, I mean, take the lead or, or, I mean, it was right there. We close. would have taken the lead. We would have taken, taken the 17, lead. 14 yes, lead. we would have yeah. taken the lead right before the half ended, all that stuff. And, you know, and so, yes, you can point at Derek Carr and said, yes, that was a t that was a bad mistake. You know, you kind of were the cause of the switch of the momentum. But that our defense just got torched. Got torched. We got tore up. You know, Aaron Rodgers, almost 450 yards passing, five passing touchdowns, <sighs> one rushing Jeez. touchdown. The guy had a perfect passer rating. It was unbelievable. The guy was playing on fire. But... If you want to take a positive, I I'm always looking for positive. Yeah. And my positive with this was, hey, man, we can still move the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, the game felt a lot closer than what the final score showed. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, but you know, I mean, we, we were moving the ball with, I mean, really with ease. If you look at it, I mean, you know, I mean, we drove the ball down several times and got close, and then a stupid, nah, and then a stupid nah. mistake caused our drive to end. But we were moving the ball. And so, you know, I mean, I don't I really I don't know since I mean, since the Clay Matthew days, I, don't, I mean, I'm not an avid 
Packers follower, but you know, I mean, I mean, they were they were pretty elite defense at one time. I don't know what they are now, but I mean, we were no I back mean, in the day when they went to the Super Bowl and won and all that. Like, sure, they, yeah, yeah, they had a pretty legit yeah, defense. So, I mean, back but I mean, then, their yeah. defense is still fair. You know, it was I mean, Charles Woodson for crying out loud. You know right, what I mean? Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. But you know, but even nowadays, I mean, their defense isn't. You know, they're not slouches. You know, I mean, they're not. No, terrible. they're pretty darn good. You know, I mean, yeah, they have yeah. a six and one record or whatever. I mean, for exactly. crying out loud, I mean, they're pretty yeah. good. So I mean, for us, to, for Josh Jacobs to run down their throat and to car to pick them off, and you know. To pick them apart really up until the red zone and then you had a guy like Darren Waller who had a pair of scores and you know I and mean he fell down on that play yeah like, sure, I mean, it's, whatever you know, whatever yeah. but you know but you know I mean all right. I don't All know. Right. It, we're done. You we're know, done. We're, we talked hey, a lot you know about what? the game for you a couple what? guys said we weren't going to talk about the game. Yeah right 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 yeah we could go on and on and on yeah. about this but you know what you know we're going to we're going to bell check it. We're on to we're on to Houston. We're on to Houston. Yeah. We're on to Houston. Yeah. You know, you go in with a similar game plan with a little bit stouter defense. You know, I mean, we got a shot. We got, I, I, I've been saying if we win one of these two games, we're the talk of, of the league. Dude, I'm telling you what. If, we go, if we go in, if we come back home four and four. At the Lions, dude. dude we're going to be there. Oh, my dude, gosh. This, it, I mean, oh. we could be there for the start of a huge no, epic four run. No, we if we beat Houston, we'll be four and three. We're three okay. and three right now. Okay, yeah, we're three and three right now. Yeah. So if we go in with a winning record going back home, oh my gosh. I mean, dude, I mean, we're like riding high. Come I mean, on. we don't want to get I, – I like – we've talked about it before. We have no expectation for the Raiders, wow. so we can't be disappointed. Eight and eight. Yeah. That's eight the eight, expectation. Yeah. So you know what? But, hey – like I'm I'm sniffing a ten and six. I'm, hey, listen, you know we got a we got a favorable schedule coming we up do. after the Houston game. We do, yeah. We have my former fandom, the Tennessee Titans, who are very beatable. Yes, and then we got the Chargers, who are way beatable, garbage. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, so we we've got some games that are. I mean, we should just absolutely I mean, smoke some absolutely. You know, all right. So anyway, all right. Let's talk about number twenty four. Talk about Willie. All right. So um. For those of you, uh, I'm sure everybody knows this listening to this show, but for those of you that missed it, Willie Brown sadly passed away. Um, uh, what was it, yesterday? Um, I mean, yes. Yeah, yesterday being uh, the 22nd uh, of October. Um, Willie Brown, autograph picture of him right over here over my right yeah, shoulder there. That's worth some money um, today. Yeah, well, sadly. Um, yeah. You know, Willie... Uh, was one of the greatest, man. And so Willie, you know, the Raiders, and we're going to talk a lot about the Raiders and the greatest characters of the Raiders and the greatest characters in the NFL. Willie wasn't necessarily, like, a great character, but here's what he was. He was very charismatic and probably, like, one of the best men that ever wore the silver and black. Like, this was a good man. This was a good man in terms of just in, in, in family and in, in just the way he lived his life and the way he mentored people and the way he just, I mean, I, can, I cannot brag enough about him. Uh, but instead of listening to me brag about uh, Willie Brown, let's go to Al and let's listen to Al Davis induct Willie Brown. Now, Willie Brown was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1984, uh, he retired in 78, so the first year he was eligible for the Hall of Fame, he went in. Uh, Willie Brown was, by position, arguably the best player the Raiders have ever had. Okay, when you just look at, 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 at elite athletic ability, um, just everything, understanding of the game and execution and greatness and big plays and all that stuff, the, like, it's really a short list. You know, you could put maybe Marcus Allen on there. You could put, uh, gosh, I don't know. You can't even put Kenny on there. Like I'm talking about like just straight up, like amazing, like Howie long, like excellence at their position. Like, I, 
I think it might be Willie Brown. So anyway, so he went into the Hall of Fame immediately as soon as he could. And of course, Al Davis is the one that inducts him. So let's listen to Al tell us about why. I have shared great moments in Willie Brown's life. And my family, my friends have a strong love and adulation for Willie and his family. Willie Brown came to the pro football Denver Broncos in 1963 from Grambling University, where his coach was the renowned and great Eddie Robinson. Willie was not only a great football player, he was senior class president. His playing career in the American Football League and the National Football League spanned 16 seasons as a starting cornerback. 12 of those magnificent playing years were with the Raiders 1967 to 1978. During those years, the Raiders had the best record, not only in pro football, but also in all the sports. Ten of those years, Willie Brown was All-Pro. He was named the All-Pro cornerback in the American Football League's history. He played in each of the American Football League's All-Star games and in the first four AFC-NFC Pro Bowl games. He is the only player in pro football history who has intercepted at least one pass in each of 16 consecutive seasons. He has been in four Super Bowls, two as a player, two as a coach. He had 54 career interceptions. He was born with great physical talent. It was up to Willie to put it to use, and did he ever put it to use? I can remember, as if it were only yesterday, the first time I saw him play in 1963, and from then on, he created a style of play for cornerbacks that has been synonymous with excitement, daring, and attack. It is called bump and run pressure defense. Willie Brown has a special place in the hearts of the Raider organization, and especially the teammates who wore the famed silver and black. He wore those colors with pride, he wore them with poise, and he wore them with class. He was a star among stars. Yeah, so so to kind of follow what what Al said right there, I mean, he really he resemble I mean, he really is the true resemblance of a true raider. Yeah. So so this guy, this guy coached several, I mean, I mean, I mean how many players did <laughs> how many players did he coach? He's a I defensive mean, backs coach through right. like 88, I think, right yeah, after he but retired. Like, I mean, but yeah. like I mean Charles Woodson got a lot from him and all that stuff. Oh yeah, he just yeah. Uh, he was. I mean, I mean, this guy really epitomized what it meant to be a Raider. Absolutely, and it's Raider for life. And this guy stuck around forever to teach these young kids what it meant to be a Raider and what it meant to be a cornerback for the Oakland Raiders. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that gets missed a lot about about Willie is that he was the ambassador for the Raiders. He represented the Raiders at, at – and I don't want to take thunder away from our callers because a lot of our callers tonight reference the history of Willie Brown. But basically, he was the guy that, you know, if someone had passed away, he would represent the team at the, at the ceremonies. He would represent the Raiders. Uh, listen, outside of Al Davis and maybe Mark Davis, like – this was the guy that epitomized the Raiders. He represented the Raiders in all three Super Bowl victories in one form or fashion. He, you know, freaking put the icing on the cake for number 11 for the first yeah, one in, in Super Bowl 11. So anyways, it's just there's there was none better to do it than Willie Brown. And so many people have spoke reverently, reverently about him. 
Charles Woodson, if you haven't seen it, has an amazing uh, Instagram post where he he's got about a four or five minute speech. Um, I don't I don't have that audio for you tonight because it's a little quiet. It's kind of tough to hear. Yeah. So it's t- it, don't, it wouldn't come across on the show very well. But I encourage you go out there and find it and listen to the way Charles Re- uh, Charles Woodson speaks reverently uh, about Willie Brown. Uh, so we're going to get on to some of Willie's achievements. But before we do that. I want to, let's listen to the man himself. Let's listen to Willie Brown at his Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Well, I guess it would have helped if I'd have brought it up here first. Well, yeah. Yeah, here it is. Willie Brown traveled his road to Canton 79 years Thanks, ago Jeff. from an unlikely place, <laughs> Yazoo City, Mississippi. He played oh, wait a at Grambling State University. This is, is this? The, this is the Hall of Fame video about Willie. We'll let oh, it roll. Okay. Yeah. For Eddie Robinson as an outstanding quarterback, yet was not drafted by one professional team, neither in the AFL or NFL. He signed with the Houston Oilers, was cut, but was then picked up by the Denver Broncos, where he established himself as a starter in his second season. But it was a trade via this telegram to the Oakland Raiders, where he spent the remainder of his playing and post-career days as a coach and still an administrator. Three times a Super Bowl champion, his most memorable moment was a Super Bowl record 75-yard touchdown pass interception return off Fran Tarkenton, still one of the most recognizable video captures by NFL Films, of Brown running with the ball straight at the camera. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1984, the career leader in interception for his Raiders. For Willie Brown, that moment in front of the hall was like Martin Luther King in front of the Lincoln Memorial. I have always believed that if you can dream it, you can do it. The thrill of being a world champion through a Super Bowl victory is something every NFL player dream about. But being voted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame is one of the greatest experiences that you can ever receive in any career. He was also inducted into the Black College Football Hall of Fame in 2012 and was proud when the Pro Football Hall of Fame reached out to give the Black College Football Hall of Fame its permanent home in Canton with the formal exhibit unveiling last September. As hard a tackler as he was, there was a soft side to Willie as seen when he represented the Raiders at the NFL Draft. Listen up. Mother's Day is in three weeks, guys. Three weeks, Mother's Day. Not this Sunday, not the following Sunday. But the next Sunday is Mother's Day. I right, you, you guys remember that. He joins his Raider teammates, still part of the 326 greatest to have ever played the game on the ultimate team that lives forever. All right, the ultimate team that lives forever is the Pro yes. Football Hall of Fame. Such good stuff. So, so Jeff, he he led or still leads the Oakland Raiders. He's tied for the all-time interception. Yeah, with Lester record. Hayes, right? Yeah, Lester. Good job, Swaggo. What do you think about you, that? You've been doing some homework, huh? Oh, dude, yeah. Nice job. Um, yeah, so it's uh, 39. Yes. Uh, so 39 interceptions, and that's only his Raiders that's career. That's only his Raiders career. He had, in four years with the with the donkeys, he had 15 interceptions in four years. That's I mean, unbelievable. That's bonkers, unbelievable. man. He 54 career interceptions. I mean, that's, I mean. So he'd, he'd be a slam night. dunk runaway as all-time number one if you oh include his career numbers. His sophomore season, I, th- I think his sophomore season with the with the Broncos, he had like nine interceptions. Oh, my gosh. That's good bananas. grief. Yeah, so good. So good. So, uh, you know, the but the most famous 
of his interceptions, of course, is, oh. as I mentioned, was the the icing on the cake in Super Bowl eleven. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's when he picks up uh, picks off Fran Tarkington and and takes it to the house. It's the most famous or at least in our world, the most famous NFL film shot. It's, uh, you know, the camera zooms in. He's oh, running straight at the camera. Yes. Uh, it's just an amazing shot. In fact, we talked about it on one of our episodes from Tales from the Nation. We did. And, uh, and you know, so you got this amazing shot. You got this amazing player. And then you have this amazing announcer in Bill King. And uh, and, he, and he's calling it. And this is the, the famous Old Man Willie. Quick lineup now. And he looks and throws. Intercepted by the Oakland Raiders. Willie Brown. 30, 40, 50, he's going all the way. Old man Willie, touchdown Raiders. <laughs> That's chills, amazing, man. man. So I good. love that. So good, man. And uh, so you got a culmination of three uh, just, you know, uh, points of greatness coming together there. Uh, all right. So of uh, recent history. So we, we talk about Willie. He's an amazing player. He went on to this incredible coaching career. He was an ambassador for the Raiders. And then he got into the draft pick business, Jeff. And this yeah, is he so did. fun. So uh, as of 2014, he started announcing the Raiders' second-round pick. So the commissioner always does yes. the first round. And then they would have somebody of significance to the organization do yes. round two. So they started having Willie come out to represent the Raiders because he's the ambassador of the team to announce the second-round pick. And what do you know? That I he was became famous for wishing all the moms happy Mother's Day. Now, 2014 may not have been the first year that Willie announced the pick for the Raiders, but it was the first year that I could find. And I did this research actually a, a couple of years ago on another segment we did. But I believe 2014 was the first time that he made reference to all the moms on Mother's Day. And this yes. gives you an insight into the person of Willie Brown. About the about he was so much more again than just even though he was the greatest player, he was so much more than just a great player. So let's go back 2014 and here's Willie Brown announcing the Raiders pick. To announce the Oakland Raiders selection, please welcome from Grambling State University, an undrafted free agent in 1963, Hall of Fame cornerback Willie Brown. All right. Thank you very much. Let me, uh, before I announce the pick, let me just say congratulations and to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day to all of you moms throughout the world. <laughs> my, so good. Uh, Love it. My mom, she's 99 years old, so hopefully she can make it to October. But she'll be 100 years old. So all you moms, thanks. With the, uh, with the 36th pick in the 2014 NFL Draft, the mighty Oakland Raiders yeah. select. Yeah, I know you love us. <laughs> Derek Carr, quarterback, Fresno State. How about that? There you oh, go. There you go. As, uh, as expected, the Raiders have selected Derek Carr from... There we go. What an honor. I know, dude. Holy cow. Isn't that I didn't cool? know I didn't know the first announced pick that he had was freaking Well, Derek Carr. the first one at least I, uh, best I could tell. Well, the first, the first Mother's, Mother's Day the first pick. First Mother's Day pick. Derek Carr. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Huh? That's amazing. That's pretty cool. I love that. That's pretty cool. So, um so we went to this draft this last year in 2019. So Willie did this and I have all these. We're not going to play them in the interest of, interest of time. But so he did it again in 2015, 2016, 17 and 18. But then last year, we were at the draft, 2019 draft. Yeah. I took my boys, 
specifically or one of the specific reasons a lot of reasons i took him to the draft for crying out loud well but yeah i prepped them look at for- the fan cave there's a million <laughs> reasons right here why you would take your boys to the draft right Good grief right okay <laughs> fair enough but one of the things i prepped them for was that willie brown announces the second round pick and yeah. then he like wishes all the moms happy mother's day and i kind of told him the whole story well then there we are and there's no willie yeah, there's no Willie, and and uh, yeah, I think that was kind of the first sign that you know maybe was all, maybe something uh, was going exactly. on, you know, something was going on. But look, here's it was an awful nice consolation prize to be able to witness, uh, you know, right there in the in the, as close as we could get uh, the second most famous twenty four for the uh, Oakland Raiders, and that is Charles Woodson come out and and make the beh- make the pick. Uh, on behalf of the Raiders, and while doing so, celebrate uh, the legendary Willie Brown. So we're going to close out our Willie Brown segment. Is this so? Swaggo hit our audio after after we hear Chuck. Yeah. Um, but this is just man. It it uh, you know we've lost a lot of great ones, man. And 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 sadly, these guys of the '70s and '60s are getting up there a little bit. And they're and and, and look, we we all got a date, man. And and so we all we all got a time to to go and spend with the Lord, but it's just sad, man. It's just, this is one of those ones, man, that kind of, kind of got me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like uh, maybe more so than I expected it was gonna, Absolutely. Uh, when it kind of, you know, kind of creeps up on you. And, and so sadly, uh, so we just pay all the respects to Willie Brown, all the condolences to his family. And we just want to give major, major respect to his legendary career. He will not be in any time forgotten. And uh, as long as we're doing a podcast, we will, we will uh, focus and celebrate uh, on the Raiders legendary players. And, and Willie Brown is on the Mount Rushmore, frankly. So uh, we'll go ahead and play this one last one from Chuck, and then we'll, uh, we'll get on to the next segment. Please welcome from the University of Michigan, 1997 Heisman Trophy winner, nine-time Pro Bowler, <laughs> and Super Bowl 45 champion Charles Woodson. Raiders! <laughs> All right, now hold on, hold on, hold on. First order of business. In keeping with tradition, you know this is the way Willie Brown would want it. Nice. You guys, Mother's Day is coming up. Don't forget about your mom's on Mother's Day. Call her, take her out to dinner, buy her something. Don't forget about moms. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, those that are here, and those that we have lost. Willie Brown, we love you, baby! Now let's get down to town business right quick. Full ascot, Charles Woodson. With the 40th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Trayvon Mullen, DB Clemson. You're on deck, Trayvon. Yeah, you are. Next man up, bruh. Next man up, bruh. That's it. Hey, before I before I hit the next tag. All right. So I got a guy. You got a guy? I got a guy, man. Oh. So so, well, so wait a minute. I got a guy. You got his, a guy. You got a for real guy, right? I got here. a for real guy, and his name is Max Crosby. Max. Well, yeah. Well, pay attention to this one, chat room. Yeah, like hey, this. hey, like this tagline. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. You got a guy, Swaggo. What do you think about that? I think that's Old pretty Swaggo's cool. Oh, coming through for yeah, Raiders yeah, Fan yeah, Radio. Yeah, what do you did. think about that? Yeah, you did. Hey, and uh, we're not going to interview him. No, we're not going to interview him. we like him. 
He just <laughs> he just sent us a soundbite, brother. Yeah, we like we, we, li- we ain't, yeah we ain't gonna interview him because yeah. we like Max Crosby we, we like and Max. we don't want him to get cut. That's right. Yeah, because every- uh, you know he's had a sack, I believe, three games in a row. Absolutely. You know sure he put he put Aaron Rodgers on his behind. I sure did. You know. Yeah, so, man. Uh, so yeah, we're all about that. Max Crosby, thanks for uh, thanks for the shout out. We love you, brother. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, Max. Absolutely, and uh, good job, Swago, on that. And and yeah. So if you keep up, we're five for five on getting Raiders cut. On uh, as far as yeah. When, when well, we, that's when why we're, we're not going to speak to him directly. No, we're not going to interview him. We're, uh, so uh, um, all right. So speaking of characters, which Max Crosby is like one of the modern day uh, characters of the Raiders. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. To interrupt please no (laughs) shout him out go for it oh yeah we got we got mojo we got raider ramon uh ron the mater raider wyoming raider uh roach aaron the q dog raider big easy uh todd clements uh watch raider and uh aaron the q dog raider says hey swaggy j why don't you interview arden key (laughs) (laughs) deal uh okay (laughs) yeah yeah deal the way he's gonna work yeah absolutely uh, boy, Aaron called. Aaron went all uh, uh, Damas on that oh one. Oh my god! He's been saying yeah. forever that Mad that Max Crosby Crosby's, was going to outshine yeah. Arden Key, and I'm like, no way, no way. Dude, yeah, he has. This already. guy, this guy's a true Raider. He's legit. I mean, yeah, I mean, watching this guy in hard knocks and all that stuff, and uh, dude, the guy's a stud, man. He's I love legit. the guy. Yeah, absolutely, love the guy. Yeah, easy to root for. Absolutely. absolutely. All right. So speaking of Raider characters, the the NFL has been releasing their hundred greatest lists of stuff. Uh, and we've talked a little bit about it. Yes. Raiders greatest plays. One of the favorite, my favorite things I'll speak for myself. My favorite things about the Raiders is the characters of the Raiders. Uh, yeah. I've mentioned before on the show that the Raiders of the seventies, I'm of an, of an age that I was a kid in the seventies or young kid, young, 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 young kid. But I was a kid in the seventies. <laughs> I was a kid in the eighties too, just for a minute. But so I Try not to show my age, but you yeah, know, you're fit, old, bud. Thanks. I was going. You're I'm old, like, man. I'm sending you softball after softball. Sorry about that. To, I was looking at the chat. I'm like, wait for you to yoke one out of the park over yeah, there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you old right. son of a gun. All right, thanks. So anyway, so but the Raiders of the '70s were like superheroes to me, man. Whether it was it was all these guys behind that was before me. I was born. Heck yeah, it was. So oh my gosh, you know, you know Freddie B, Willie Brown, Assassin, Snake. You know, yeah. Mad Stork, Villapion, the Foo. I mean, you name it, man. All of them. They were like they're literally like superheroes. And so, uh, the NFL released this list of the of the hundred greatest characters. And don't you know there are ten Raiders on this list, as there should be, yeah. because there we have so many great characters. And two of the top three, yeah, ten are- in the top fifty. Ten in the top fifty. Ten in the top fifty and, are Raiders, and two of the top three. So it's a great list to go through. So we'll work through it quickly because it's yes. pretty long. But we're going to start off with Big Ben Davidson. Oh yeah, Big Ben. We call him Tick Top. He was a physical specimen. He went a, a little bit beyond the normal playing style. He was uh, intent on intimidating, certainly me and every other quarterback. He did some unsportsmanlike things to uh, this quarterback anyway. (laughs) That's just the way I was taught to play football. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I love Ben Davidson, not only because he sounds like Wyoming Raider, who is uh, a a caller to this show. Well, yeah. uh, But, you know, the rule, Jeff, in the NFL, that you're not allowed to hit a player after the whistle, 
That's the Ben Davidson rule. Well, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so so the first Tales from the Nation that we did, uh, we talked about the Heidi game, and, I mean, Ben Davidson was all over the Jets. Absolutely. He was all over Namath. He was all over the backup, whoever the heck that was. But, I, I mean, that was the play that closed out the game of the Heidi game is he threw the backup to Namath. <laughs> Threw him to the turf, man. Yeah, killed him. So, so oh, yeah, man. so yeah, absolutely. Ben, we love Ben Davidson. Ben Davidson. He went on to. He was in uh, like Conan the Barbarian and a bunch. Yeah, of Yeah, and he was in like Miller Light commercials or something. Oh, like that. he sure was. Yeah, Ben <laughs> Davidson was great, man. Ben Davidson. So, anyways, want to celebrate him. All right, next up, we got number forty-eight, and that is the uh, aforementioned Mad Stork. Old kick him in the head, Ted. Nice. Hello, I'm Ted Hendricks of the Los Angeles Raiders. Ted Hendricks, amazing character. Ted pulled up in a limo at the Oakland Airport Hilton, where I was staying my rookie year, and said, we're going out. You knew you weren't coming back. You went across the San Francisco Bridge and you just weren't coming back. There's a Renaissance Fair every year in California, and I like to collect a mask every year. I'll wear them driving down the street in the car, and you get some very uh, interesting looks from different people, kind of like stare at you, you know, I wonder what kind of human beings behind that mask. Ted went where Ted wanted to go. That was the magic of Ted Hendricks. Great stuff there. We got to hear Howie Long in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny, though. So we've told this story on this show before. In fact, we had uh, Ted Hendricks' sister talk about the story about him riding the horse in. Yeah, uh, remember yeah, that? yeah. Remember that? That uh-huh. was not long ago. So that yes. was great. So he's he's absolutely one of the all-timers and, uh, and Hall of Famer uh, in his own right. All right, next up, Jeff at number 46. Hey, you guys! <laughs> Six eight, two eighty, totally chiseled. You know how big that is. He had the number two tattooed on his fingers, and he would say, "What day is it today?" Tuesday. So Tuesday was his night out every week, and maybe Wednesday you might get him. Tell me when we're rolling. We're all right now. They're rolling? They're filming a movie, North Dallas 40, and the twos went down there just to be a stand-in. And all of a sudden, he starts acting. Next one was Caveman with Ringo Starr. Then he goes into the Goonies. (laughs) It was just a great teammate, heart of goal. Hey, just go ahead. Anybody ever talks about him, I say he was a classic. Man, John Matuzak was one of the best. And one of my favorite things is we've, we've, we've done on the show, too, about uh, he talks about the, the offensive linemen of some of the other teams. Well, he knows what cologne they wear because he's in such close proximity to them. And then he identifies that a few of them, they don't wear any cologne. He always cracked me up. And, of course, he was amazing as Sloth and Goonie. So, and an amazing player. Like, it just, anyways, Tuz is one of my all-time favorite. Like, you can't get a bigger character uh, than John Matuzak. And, and even Stabler in his book, Snake, uh, talks, uh, you know, about being the keeper of the twos is an entire chapter. Uh, and it's fantastic. All right, next up we got, uh, speaking of the Los Angeles Raiders, as Ted oh, Hendricks did. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Bo, man. Bo knows, number 39. Bo Jackson was a mythical figure to probably a lot of people my age. Probably the coolest player to watch. Bo, I mean, larger than life again. And then you had this big brute, Bosworth. Sort of got exposed oh, by our yeah. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Two, here's Bo. And here goes Bo for the touchdown. 
Ellsworth one-on-one, -on -one, and Jackson just jumps him into the end zone. I think it was just for, you know, who's the biggest, the baddest, and the toughest. Bo was. Not just the Nike campaign with Bo knows, but it was the baseball with the KC Royals, and um, he, he lived up to the hype. Especially when he was with the Raiders back in them Tecmo Bowl days, you know. He was just somebody that, that did things that we never saw before. Seems superhuman. Absolutely seems superhuman. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things about Bo is that he wasn't like this crazy, like, wild figure like Matuzak and some of these other guys were. But he was, that was in the heyday, or not the heyday, I don't even want to call it. But, like, that was on the early end, or, or early, the beginnings of, like, marketing players. Yeah. Right? Like, if you think about the, the whole Bo Nose campaign with Nike, yes. the Tecmo Bowl, like, he was elevated into this like mythic type figure yeah. because of not only the marketing around him, but then he really was like legitimately one of the best athletes to have ever like walked the planet. How much sure. of an awareness did you have? Now you were you're on the younger end of things. Like yeah, you were a kid. Were you even I don't I don't think I ever even played Tecmo Bowl. No. I, okay. No, I didn't I didn't do that, but you know, I mean you know, I mean, if you want to talk about Madden player cover Madden cover athletes and stuff, this guy had his own game. You know what I mean? Like, you know. He stands alone. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to find, I put up a, a, a picture not long ago on our social media. I met Bo Jackson. Yeah, you did at a golfing out. Yeah, I sure golf did. Outing, yeah, right? like over the summer, I met Bo Jackson and um, throngs of people around him still to this day. Like, oh, yeah. He just absolutely commanded a presence that was unlike anybody else that was out there. It was, and there was a, you know, it was a pro-am. There was a lot of other celebrities out there. And uh, he absolutely uh, commanded the biggest crowds. It was, it was pretty impressive. I'll see if I can't find that picture, and I'll hold it up here during the next one. Uh, all right, so next up, no surprise here, number 27. Come on, be a little bit more like me. Be a little bit of a jerk. I got a reputation to try and live up to also. Regular, regular. I mean, I am one hot mother. But there's also the nice, pleasant John side, the TV guy, the happy-go-lucky guy. I love it. You know, I sit in my office and I just shake. I get so excited. Bang! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Boom, boom, boom! Get out! It's okay. It's all right. Is that what you want to hear? You got to know, know one thing, man. This is the... Last shot right here. You know what I'm saying? And you're either going to explode onto the scene or you're just going to be like a... If you're nice to these guys, that doesn't work either. You might as well be an ass. This is exactly what I am. Huh? Look at that cartoon. Knock on wood if you're with me. Come on, I got to take a leak. All right, knock on wood if you're not. <laughs> hey, I got, I got one thing to say about that. All right, go ahead. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> yeah, it is. So here, real quick, before we talk about Gruden, here's a here's a fat Murph with with Bo. Oh, yeah, nice. There, there's fat Murph. Uh, with Bo. You yeah, pudgy yeah. Murph. I know. Look at that belly. That thing is kicking right. It's, oh it's actually gosh. more shirt than it is. You belly. know what? But I would yeah. dream of having a belly like that. <laughs> That's well. That thing's gone now, man. Where I'm on, I'm on the. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I'm on. on the, I'm on the old Uncle Mosh diet. Yeah, there you go. And I'm on, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the slimmer side of things. Yeah, you but are. anyways, but so so there's Chucky. So look, I mean, look, if 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 Chucky didn't prove in this year's Hard Knocks that he is one of the ultimate characters that the NFL has ever seen, let alone oh, the Raiders yeah. have ever seen. I mean, he's right there behind uh, uh, another coach who we're going to get to here in just a minute. Well, so yeah. Not to, not to just graze over Gruden, but Gruden's still around. 
This, yes. He's the only one on this list that's still actively yeah, still active. Yeah. being an, a Raider character. So we're, we'll move on from him. And let's go next to uh, Darth Raider. I called him Three Mile Lyle because he was a lot like a nuclear reactor. He was all about the rage. He's one of the few men in the NFL who has achieved the destruction of a training machine. Lyle Zeta. He was a tough SOB. Anybody who tells me that they go out there to have fun playing football, they're a liar. Because this game isn't fun. This game is a war. I sometimes think the fact that he was a character overshadows what an extraordinary talent he was. And I'm mean, and I'm tough, and I'm the best defense that pro football's ever seen. Me, Lyle Alzado. In the interview before the game, you know, he said that I was really good looking. He liked my hair and all that. He didn't know if he was going to sack me or kiss me. I said, I'd rather him sack me than kiss me. Joe Theismann and I were in the superstars together. He's a great athlete. If I get a chance in the game to tear his head off, I'll do that. He's holding me. I told him to keep his hands off me. He didn't keep his hands off, so I punched him. Yeah. I grew up in Brooklyn. And I don't particularly think there's a person on this on this earth that can kick my ass. You will have a worldwide whooping. Lyle, you are about to fight Muhammad Ali. Are you Rocky or are you just crazy? He is the first man to sack Joe Namath and smack Muhammad Ali. Kind of based your day on the first hello in the morning. At one time we gave him a mood ring, actually. Don't you analyze me and don't you tell me what I am until you get close enough to understand what I am. Then you can make an analysis of me. What? How, how do you pronounce his name? It's Alzado. What is it? Alzado. I'll never forget that for the rest of my no, life. No, you won't. And the chat room won't let you forget it. Oh either. my gosh, I'll never live it down. <laughs> Alzado. 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 Lyle Alzado. Three mile Darth Lyle. Raider. So Alzado. So I've got a couple fun little things on there for you. All right. First pro football player I ever met. Who's that? Lyle Alzado. No way. Yeah, my Uncle Louie, uh, Uncle Mosh's um, brother just ahead of him. He's got two older brothers, the one uh, just ahead of him, Uncle Louie. Yeah. Uh, he was a um, movie theater manager, and I was in there. I used to go and hang out with him, like hang out at the movie theater and stuff, and uh, and just like watch movies and stuff, because that's what you do when you hang out with your uncle who manages a movie theater. And one day he goes, hey, Josh, go down there to the front row and go tell that guy you want his autograph. So I'm in like the, I don't know first grade maybe i don't remember what year it was or anything but i go waddling down there man and i had a piece of paper with me and i handed it to him and i asked him if if uh if i could have his autograph and he signed it to a future super bowl champion to josh future super bowl champion for those of you spoiler alert my real name's josh to josh <laughs> future super bowl champion lyle Alzado. it was awesome such and and if you listen to lot as so we just heard all that hardcore Darth Raider rah 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 gonna kick your ass kind of yeah. stuff. But you know when you listen to him in other interviews and you hear about his greatest accomplishments in life, it's not winning Super Bowls, it's not sacking people, it's the difference that he made. I'm getting chills right now. Seriously, like for real chills. Wow, look at that. The difference in lives that he made for kids when he would visit hospitals yes. and he would donate to different foundations and all that. That's the most significant. Oh, I got chills. That's she, awesome. That's what Lyle was all about. So I'm he all was about a, that. He was this crazy, gnarly dude that was incredibly kind to kids, and I'm one of them. So uh, I, can, I can attest to that, and he was just one of the, one of the absolute uh, all-time greats. All right, I next up. That. Hey, do you still have that 
that autograph? No, I don't know where it's at, man. I lost it. Ah, we need to ago. go to we, we need to go to San Jose and find it. I know, right? Yeah, well, that's I'm sure it's bumping around somewhere. Maybe on my mom's or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, pretty cool stuff. All right, so next up, let's go. Uh, Jeff, are you just here so you don't get fined? I'm just here so I won't get fined. How about that? This guy wore number twenty four and is number twenty four yes. on this list. Yes. You kind of shy. No. You just don't want to talk, really. I'm just about that action, boss. Depending on how you <laughs> view Marshawn Lynch and his behavior at press conferences, uh, interviews in the locker room, yeah. he's not there to play anyone else's game but his. And his game is football. Pushes the man 35, look at him go! And on the field, he was one of the best at that game. Holy catfish! Marshawn Lynch says, get out of my way! Oh, so good! Personality-wise, he was amazing. Everything out of his mouth is beautiful. You know, he's sort of a Yogi Berra, if you will. DJ Hooshmazoo. <laughs> DJ Who's your mama? Hold <laughs> on, tell them what channel we on. Oh, you channel 83 pay-per-view, man. Only Only pay-per-view. Hold on, how, you, how they subscribe? You gotta be blessed. <laughs> you heard it. You're welcome. <laughs> I think if you're a professional football player and you're working your butt off on the football field, the idea of putting on a suit and sitting behind a desk and answering questions politely should feel a bit absurd. And I think it's that absurdity that he's he's sort of, you know, calling out. It don't matter what y'all think, what y'all say about me. He didn't like all of the, the hype and the hoopla and what he would think of as BS in a lot of ways, you know. He was quiet, but he was making his, he, he was speaking loudly. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> Repetitive as it may sound, there's something really imaginative about the way that he answers questions. Marshawn, can you describe the 79-yard touchdown run? Thanks, Vax. How about the uh, stomach issue early in the game? I appreciate you asking about my stomach. Thank you. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fine. I think Marshawn Lynch is one of the most legendary characters in the history of the NFL because he did it his way. He had magical moments on the football field, and he took care of his people. What are you doing for Christmas? Christmas. I mean, I got to get the Thanksgiving first. I'm going to give all turkeys back in the hood. I'm with you. You want me to come? You will? I appreciate it, though, big dog. Hang on. But I'm going to be in the hood giving out turkeys like Nino <laughs> Brown, baby. <laughs> like Nino Brown. <laughs> restore my community. Amazing. He's the best. It's He's so, just about that action ball. About that action ball. Some of my favorite though. And and I and it, it's long, so we can't play it here on the show. And it's it's even though it's bleeped out. Did you ever see when uh it was when it was filmed before Seattle played uh the Patriots in the Super Bowl? And Conan O'Brien does this video uh this segment skit, whatever, where he'll play video games with somebody with a celebrity. Oh, yeah. You know uh -huh. what I'm talking about? Yes. He did one with Gronk and Marshawn. Yes. And it's the new Mortal Kombat movie or Mortal Kombat game. Yes. Dude, it's it's epic. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it will put you in tears, Raider Nation. Yes. If you haven't seen it, go look up Gronk, Marshawn, play video games with Conan O'Brien. You will cry. It is the funniest dang thing. Marshawn, it's one of those times where you really see his personality come out. He's not just being quiet, so he's not just there so he doesn't get fined. He's letting it fly, man, and he's just absolutely one of the all-time best. All Amazing. right, so uh, these next three are 
really kind of populate uh, three of the four on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Uh, and especially number numbered. He's number 21 on the list, but he's number 12 in your program. And he's number one in my heart in terms of Raider Nation. And that is uh, that's Snake, man. Everyone refers to the Raiders as the bad guys. Are you? Yeah, and I, I like that image. I think a lot of our players like the image. That's the way you have to play to win, and that's the way we play. I mean, that's why you like the Raiders, man. Kenny Staber was up shooting pool and drinking at 2 o'clock in the morning before the game. Everybody's metabolism is different. Some people need eight hours. Some people need three hours. I don't really need an awful lot of sleep, and I would read the game plan by the light of the jukebox sometimes. I think he kind of spoke his mind and, and told it like it was, and if people liked it, fine. If not, fine. And Cooler than most and crazier than most. He's, to me, the, the rock and roll athlete when you could be a rock and roll athlete. Oh, legend. There's people all around him are jumping up and down and yelling and screaming. The fans are going crazy, and he can stand over there on the sideline and, and just be as calm as he is during the week, and I could never understand that. I don't, that's amazing. The time that I spent uh, on the street or uh, having fun with the nightlife, I never let it interfere with the fact that I realized that I had a terrific responsibility to our team and to our owner and to our coach and to my fans to give them their $14 worth every Sunday. Yasha Heifetz never played a violin with more dexterity than Kenny Stabler. They cut that soundbite short, but what Bill King is saying there, he, he's, no one's ever played the violin with more dexterity than Kenny Stabler is playing the Minnesota Vikings right now. And he's nice. talking about the way that Kenny absolutely picked apart the Purple People Eaters and that defense yeah. of the Minnesota Vikings in the 1977, 76 season, 77 Super Bowl. And Man, and, I wish I would have been a fan back then. Oh, man. Well, you know, and it's funny because, like I mentioned earlier on the show, that, like, you know, these guys were kind of like superheroes to me. And that's because, yeah. frankly, I was too young. So I was born in 73. That game was in 77. I was four years old. So I didn't, I didn't have an awareness of Kenny until – I got older and my uncles and would start telling me stories about Stabler and all those stories about, you know, studying the playbook by the jukebox light yeah. and all that and all the craziness of the Santa Rosa training camps and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like as I became a young man and heard more and more of these stories, it was like they, those Raiders became these like epic figures and yeah. Kenny was the leader. He sure. was he was the freaking you know Batman of the Justice League like he was the guy that was the one that led this you know troop of crazy people you know from the Soul Patrol the you know Sis Drunk and Mad all of them you, you guys all know the names but Kenny was the leader and yeah. and the thing about Kenny that was amazing was that he was such a clutch player so he like had this craziness to him. But he also had this clutch gene about him that even John Madden said to the to the day that he you know uh, was inducted to the Hall of Fame, if he ever had to pick a player to you know make a pass or to make one final drive, he would pick Kenny Stabler. And yeah. you know if it weren't for the Raiders getting caught up in the churn of the Dolphins of the '70s, the undefeated Dolphins and the Steelers of the '70s, and literally some of the greatest teams of all time, which the Raiders were. If it weren't for that, there's no doubt in my mind that Kenny Stabler would have led those teams to multiple championships. Absolutely. I mean, this guy was absolutely next, next level. And when you look at the players he was surrounded with offensively from, you know, Blitnikoff and Casper and whatnot, it's just, it's, it's such a fun story. And, yeah. and I know oh, anybody listening to our show, you should be highly familiar with the, le with the, the legend of snake. And if you're not, 
go look it up. You won't be disappointed. Yes. The pictures from the silver and black attack, the, the middle fingers to driving speedboats. To, yeah. He's just one of the absolute greatest characters. And and thankfully, he's in the top 21 here. Uh, yes. Again, he'd, my list, he'd be right up there, you know, in the top three. But, well, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, you got any thoughts on Stabler? How much of an awareness did you Ah, uh, man, you know, much I, of anything? I, I, I wish I could have seen him. When, when, when did you say you were born? 73. Oh, my gosh. I know, man. I'm, like, way older than you. I'm way older than anybody listening, or for you the know, most part. You know, I I was born in 1988. Oh, jeez. All right. You, so, no, you don't so, have a point of reference. Know, so I, I really don't have a point of reference. Hit, hit but your own stifle button. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Will you yeah. stifle? There you go. You, you know, stifle but, yourself and yeah, let me go but, on about the legend at, of one, one or, Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, have and, anything to add to that. All right, and also I would like to say this and thank you to Alexis Stabler, his youngest daughter, who has yes. been, uh, yeah, who is now an agent and and uh, helms uh, Stabler Sports and her own uh, sports agency and is an, is an agent to uh, numerous NFL players. Yes, and she has uh, joined has us here been, on the show. She's been on the show, right? A few times, yeah, a few times, yeah. And she, so, she's almost a made woman. Almost one more time. Uh, I, I, we, I think she's been on twice. Once you know in person what? and once hey, once five. We need we we need to get her on one more time. So she can be a made woman. That would be cool. Because you know what? Because we have that. Because we have that awesome sound clip, and we only have one Haley. And we only have Haley from Scotland. Queen, well, hey, hey, Queen Haley. Right, I'm, I'm, sorry. Say, respect, I'm sorry. Respect, respect. Pay your respects, Queen Haley. Yes, we need some more women to call this show. Because right, you made the soundbite. Because for I, I made the soundbite, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, let's. let's man, that's the top three right here, guys. Oh yes, the, number three. This should be one and two, but we'll go to number three. And he's Madden. Welcome to Canton, everyone. This is the first time I've been on an airplane since 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always tell the team, don't worry about the horse being blind, just load the wagon. Uh, get one of my favorite lines. How Madden would come to mind. Suit up and shut up is what he taught you. Okay, come on, defense! Let's start off and stay after the whole game. I didn't have a lot of rules because... I saw some of the teams and the rules they had that didn't have anything to do with winning or losing. So the three rules that I had was, you know, be on time, pay attention, and number three was play like hell when I tell you to. What the hell are you trying to do? Never clung one on them? Madden is on the field. He wants to know if it's real. They said yes, get your big butt out of here. He does. He was a different-looking coach. A lot of the coaches in those days with the shirt and tie and Landry, and he was totally different. He was sloppy. John Madden shows jubilance and exuberance. I just loved the way he acted and what he said and how he said it. John, going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then he took that to the booth. When they go out in the field, you go after everything in sight. He established a template for announcing, and he spawned a lot of really bad imitators. But there was only one John Madden. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot, and boom, the ball's there. Wham, pow, boom. Great cut. He's pulling here. He gets walled. Boom, stay on your feet. That's it. Find another one. Boom, and the smack of the this and the that. Peyton Manning thinks he's going to make a tackle. He gets knocked right out of the screen. I grew up with John Madden as the announcer. You know, that was always like the voice of Sunday. This is a father bucket. This is a mother bucket. And since the last game, they had a baby bucket. So this is a baby bucket. <laughs> I guess that clears up the question as to whether they're married or not. It was amazing to me how much I understood when he was talking about it. It was something that was so alien to me. And the way that he broke it down, I feel like I understood so much more football from John Madden. 
boom, we cross him. The left goes to the right, the right goes to the left. This guy crosses here, he crosses here. They have no idea where we are, who we are, where we're coming from, or who we're throwing to. Very interesting. Oh, here's, here a, it is. here's, here's, a, here's a picture of one. Turn duck in yeah. the picture. That's the, that is what, it. And you see, you cut it like right down here. <laughs> Authenticity. He was the same guy. No matter where he was, he was the same guy. And I think that all the viewers knew that's who they were listening to. Then the minute it's over, you got to pull the pants up. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I'm the most... John Madden was the ultimate character, right? As I was saying, like I was saying, white beer tastes great. That's, to me, this is where it all starts. You see the, you know, seven-man sled. I want to boom, you know, drive, 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 You know, and then you can just ride it the whole thing. Number one, people who follow and love the game respected him greatly as a coach. John Madden's grin is from ear to ear. He looks like a slick watermelon. He was an iconic broadcaster. He was going like this. He was putting his hands down. I said, that's not a move when you're introduced. You don't do that. And then in addition to that, the guy behind one of the great video games in the history of video games. Yeah, it was. John's really had three careers, and they've all been amazing. He could have gone into the Hall of Fame on any one of those levels. I was in Canton the day he was inducted in the Hall of Fame. He was not afraid to let people know just how thrilled he was. <laughs> and it was one of the coolest memories I have. This has been the sweetest ride of them all. Thank you. All right, good stuff there from Coach Madden. You know, so I, I forget who it was. I think it was Al Michaels there in the clip says, yeah, he's had three careers. I say four. Uh, he was Coach Madden first. Then he went to the booth. Then he was in the commercials, and that's like when I was a kid. Yeah, the, again, the Miller Lite commercials. Yes, and yes. then, of course, Matt in the video game, and which yes. I still play avidly, uh, and, and I know you do as well. Yeah, I do. But, um, you know, he's one of those guys, and I'm glad he made the top three because he transcended. So not only does he have a ring, and he's got this Hall of Fame career, but I think it was also Al Michael said he could have literally gone into the Hall of Fame for three different things. Yeah. Like, how many people can say that, that you could go in as a coach, as a broadcaster, and as a, an influencer, for lack of a better term, with, with what he's done with Madden in the commercials? Like, Madden is, I mean, I, I, yes. I, don't, I don't even know what else to say about you him. Know, he just Madden, literally transcended the sport. To me, Madden is the coach for the NFL. When you think of NFL coaches, you think John Madden. I mean, he's the guy. You know, I mean, he, he really is. He's the guy. He's the guy. You know, yeah, I mean, absolutely. you know, for, for the for the for the general in, in your era, you know, he's he's the coach. And, you know, even in, in kids like me when I'm, you know, I'm 31. <laughs> but he's I mean, he's the he's the video game guy, he's too. Video game and, you guy. know, and he's and he was the he was the guy with uh, with uh, what? Well, oh, shoot. What's his? It's on the tip of my tongue. Who did he who did he broadcast with? Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Well, Pat Summerall. And, and Pat Summerall. That was his Pat most Summerall. famous for yes. Pat, but recently yes. it was Al yeah, Michaels. Madden yeah, Madden and Summerall were, uh -huh. yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, you know, watching Aikman and all that stuff, he was, I mean, he was the guy. He was the guy, absolutely. Yes. And Madden and Summerall were absolutely probably the most iconic broadcasting duo ever in terms yes. of NFL football. Uh, I think back to those CBS days, even way before the Fox stuff, the CBS days and the six-legged turkeys and turduckins and all that kind of stuff. Was, oh, yeah. It was awesome stuff. Hey, do you want some breaking news? Yeah, do it. Yeah, so uh so Maurice Jones Drew 
Yeah. Has has released his uh his top running backs in the NFL as of today. Please tell me he puts 28 at number 1. He puts 28 at number 1. Does he really? He really does. Wow. Josh Jacobs number 1 and Maurice Jones Juicehart. Wow. Well, absolutely. Well, that's pretty cool. I know he's leading in some in a, in a few like average categories. Yeah. Like, as far as like average yards per game and whatnot. And the Raiders have played one less game than the guys that are ahead of him. Yes. If I remember right. Because yes. it's like. Uh, yeah, the like, Raiders had an early bye week. So, yeah. So, yes, because so like Dalvin Cook and Zeke. And then there was somebody. Oh, a freaking Fournette's on that list. Like, yes. like he's up there. But again, the Raiders have played one last game. Yeah, but so. he's still like top five. Yeah, that's legit, man. That's legit. All right. Good so, stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. All right. Last one. So, when we do the Mount Rushmore question. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You should have done that first. Go ahead. Now follow it up. And now for something completely different. There you go. And now we're back. No, you got to do that first. Mosh well, Jr. Sorry, I, sorry. I... Knucklehead. <laughs> you got to hit the button. Then you do the what's different. Well, and then we go back into it. You know it. what? I'm learning, all man. Right, learning, I'm learning, man. man. Yeah, yeah, Wyoming Raiders still giving me crap about Alzado. Hey, put two hands on that football when you cross yeah, the Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, he's still. He's... Hey, and speaking of that, before we get into this last one here. Okay. If I hear one more person say that Aaron Rodgers punked the Raiders by holding the football out before he crossed the goal line by showing Derek Carr that this is how you do it, you're. I'm not going to call you a bad word. I'll just say you're misguided and you're misinformed because if you don't watch football, then you don't know that a lot of quarterbacks do that, including Jared Goff in the Rams game. There are tons of quarterbacks that take the football and extend it out in front of them before they cross the goal line because guess what? As soon as the the, the the nose of that football crosses the goal line, then it's automatically a touchdown. That wasn't Aaron Rodgers punking Derek Carr. No. Please, that's watch. what they do. That's what quarterbacks do. That's what they all do. Shut up. Stifle yourself. <laughs> Hit it. Yeah. Will you stifle yourself? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will get one you more. Stifle yourself. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Get one more. Will you stifle All right, all right, all right. Yourself? That's enough. All That's right, enough. That's enough. That. That's enough. All right. Uh, should be number hey, one. Should be number one. Instead, we got Joe Namath, but all right. Hey, whatever. you know what? You know what? You know who should be number one? Who should be number one? You know what? I, I was listening to. Uh, we, we love sports radio. Love it. We love sports radio. Yes. And you know what? One of our favorite sportscasters gave the number one guy a shout out. Oh, yeah? He sure did. You well, want to hear it? Well, yeah, play I've it. got the sound clip right, right here. Do it. Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent, he's a man of his word. There he is. How about that? Number Thank you, Rich Eisen. Yeah. <laughs> he's number you got a lot one. Of... He's number one in our hearts. It's our buddy Murph. You got a lot of guys tonight, Swago. I do. I got, I got guys for days, that man. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What'd Max you... Crosby and Rich Eisen. Do that again. That was cool. Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent. He's a man of his word. That's, I like yeah, it. You man. heard like it here it. first. Right, absolutely. That's you good heard stuff. it first. All right, here we number go. Number one is Murph, and number two is and, and number two is who? <laughs> well, it's not Joe Namath. It's Al Davis. As a young guy, I had a dream that someday I would build the finest organization in professional sports. Al Davis was probably the single greatest force that the NFL has ever had. You know, when you met Al Davis, it was like uh, meeting, you know, Frank Sinatra or somebody. Just win, baby. The pride and poise, the commitment to excellence, everything he talked about, he lived about it, he brought daily. The Godfather. You know, me growing up in the Bay Area, Oakland at that time was was sort of a gritty place. We always felt like we were the stepchild, you know, and so you had this attitude. 
And Al sort of embodied that fight. The prime thing is you have to win. You have to win. Otherwise, you can't be a success in professional football. Our game was the throwing, the deep ball. So with that ice, we had to move those receivers in, and that narrowed the field for us. I'll never forget Pete Roselle said to me, well, it's the same for both sides. I said, damn it, Pete, you don't even understand what you're talking about. It's not the same for both sides. No, no fights. Oh, man, we got to have some fights. Here come all the Raiders. Holy Toledo, it's a free-for-all. We are mavericks per se. We do our own thing. We want to dominate the environment rather than just be a part of the environment. I didn't care as much about being respected as I cared about being feared and being imitated. And then respect could come after that. I love the idea that I know down deep they fear us. They fear everything about us. Winning Super Bowls is based on power and physicalness. Within the first five plays of a game, the other team's quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. When we came out of the huddle, we weren't looking for first downs. We wanted touchdowns. We wanted the big play. It's like having the bomb and being willing to drop it. The great rivalries continue. And to the people and the community in Oakland, we're proud to represent you, and we intend to hold it. Thank you. And that, that New York accent, man, you know, the Raiders, you know, he's, he's just, I can't help but smile when I think about Al Davis. He's missed, man, he was special. The greatest organization in professional sports, the Raiders, a standard of excellence by which all other organizations could be measured. He was his own man, certainly by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, had his way of doing things, and a lot of negative things have been said about Al, but the one thing I think that you'll find that will resonate from everyone who really knew him is that he was a very loyal guy. He loved his players, he loved the team, uh, and he was totally committed and dedicated to putting the best possible team out there on the field. Uh, so whether you love him or you hate him, he certainly was one of the great characters in the NFL history. This was the finest hour in the history of the Oakland Raiders. You were magnificent out there today. You were and you tell him one thing, just win. Just win. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. Oh, he's it. He's it. He's it. He's it.
So Coach Davis, Coach Davis just said said a, said a trigger word for me. What's that? He was talking about Carson Palmer. Oh gosh, I don't want to talk about Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer, Brown, I, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper. I want to talk about yeah, any of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. We hate those guys. Jamarcus Russell. Let's just stack them all up. Yeah, I'm yeah. in a bar. No, let's talk about instead something I I forgot to mention earlier, and I, and, I, and I want I want to hit this in the spirit of 24, the greatness of the number 24. We've talked about. Of course, Willie Brown, uh, rest in peace. We've talked about Charles Woodson. Yes. We've talked about Marshawn Lynch. Our new 24 is Jonathan Abram. And for those of you that missed it, before we get to see a fan, and I forgot to play this earlier. Oh, we're we're going to do that. We have to play it. We have to play it. Because it's one of the greatest of all time clips. It ever. is. He went legend this week. So yeah, he did. we love him as a player, although we've only seen him play one game. But he, in this spirit of characters and great characters of the league, Jonathan Abram is jumping up early as far as one of the alt. I mean, with him and Max Crosby, I feel like we're kind of returning to the character yeah. of the Raiders. Yeah, and what so, the Raiders are all about. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. And so check this out. This is on the Left Coast show. Jonathan Abram goes legend. Another one, I don't eat hot sauce. Well, now, now you've taken it way too damn far. Now you're listen, from the south. If you don't like hot sauce, there's something wrong. Hey, with you. let me tell you. Did you, you have a math teacher that made you drink a thing of hot sauce? Nah. So I was in eighth grade, and all my friends. So one of my friends brought some 357 Mad Dog Ghost Pepper to school. It's like one of the hottest hot sauces in the world. <laughs> school has ruined all food for you. Man, exactly. listen. So they they bet me a thousand dollars if I could drink a teaspoon of it and go ten minutes without drinking anything. What? How much so, money? Where are these kids getting all this? What type of school yeah, is this? No, this is a, one of those expensive private schools. No, nah, yeah. that's a 2A small school. It was like everybody put in on it. It was like $100. Oh, okay. Everybody okay. put in like $100. Okay. And so, man, I didn't even get a teaspoon because like, we didn't have a spoon. So I put it on a Dorito chip, like covered the Dorito chip. <laughs> eat it. Nacho or Cool Ranch? It don't even matter. Okay. Man, after like two minutes, the chip was, the hot sauce was so hot that they gave me the day off from school. Wow. Really? Wow. <laughs> I had to go. I, you're crying. Your mouth is watering. I put mayonnaise on my skin. I felt like my skin was burning. I was drinking milk. I clawed the toilet up, put ice in it, and had to sit my ass in it because, like, my balls <laughs> and my ass. But <laughs> 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 this happened. The hot, one Dorito. <laughs> one Dorito. <laughs> from, no, from the hot sauce. The hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. since that day, oh I have God. not eaten hot sauce, no <laughs> buffalo wing, no nothing. <laughs> so... <laughs> So there's, so there's two, so there's, so there's two, so there's two things that are going on now. So number one, Jonathan Abram is telling this amazing story about his 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 his, uh, his, his bits getting set on fire because of this. <laughs> Because of the the hot pepper, and well, it, yeah, and and and, 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 and concurrent with that, my thirteen year old kid comes in and wants to be part of the show, but he's wearing his underwear, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're on the internet in your underwear. I'm like, what are you doing, you, you man? You want to go put some shorts well, on? Oh yeah, put some drawers on, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and then we're talking about Abram, and he has to ice his balls and butt. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm dying over here. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's so funny. Oh, oh it's amazing! So it's All amazing! Right. It's amazing! Oh my gosh! Jeez. Jonathan Abram, you're a goat, man. You are a goat. Hey, you went, he dude, went legend right there, dude. Straight dude, up. Hey, hey, and you're you're wearing an Abram jersey right now. No, this is my blacked out Willie Brown 24, dude. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. he reps 24 well. Oh, absolutely, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 
Okay, so hey. All right, hey, so see you see fans, fans mailbag. So uh, if you want to, I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, you can contact us two ways to get involved with the sea of fans. You can email us show at Raiders Yeah. Or you can call us 909-345-3346. That's the Raiders. Absolutely. Yes. That's the Raiders fan radio hotline. You can call it anytime 24 seven and leave us a message. So yes. uh, when you email us, we feature those at the top yes. and uh, yes. Swaggo, email, what do yeah. you got? Email us show at Raiders And Hey, if you want to call or email, you can join this amazing list. This amazing list. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Don't do that yet. Oh. Because we got a new one. No, no, no. You're jumping all ahead. Oh, follow, the, follow the script there, hey, Hotshot. Hey, hey, easy. easy. Sorry, man. sorry, I, sorry. I, I spent all that time filming. The, there you go. Ah, easy, hey, easy, I easy. Fill this thing out so it can be followed. Oh, right. my. Well, Come sorry. On, you, take didn't, it. you didn't put that on the right. You didn't put that on the list. That's, okay. Uh, emails is at the top there. Well, sorry. Okay. Right. Uncle Mosh is going to crush you oh, for this. Oh, my gosh. He's gonna go. Emails. Okay, emails. Uh, dear Uncle Mosh, Murph, Capo, Nation, Family, Little Murph, miss you, Sonny. Uh, don't mean, uh, I mean, uh, you don't call, uh, you don't write. Uh, I, I think I think that's everyone, isn't it? Oh, wait. Oops. Sorry, Swaggy J. I almost <laughs> forgot you. Uh, first of all, thanks for the shirt. I have worn it on game day. Uh, didn't realize that Murph's skull or Masha's skull is gray. That's pretty awesome. And the two X fits perfect. I must be getting my steps in. Uh, so, uh, great game. Uh, slightly uneventful. Uh, nothing big happened except for the bandwagon is closed. Uh, okay, I will say obvious turning point was the deja vu all over again. Uh, love the same people who want Card to take more chances, be more aggressive, are the exact same people that want him to join Conley in Houston or whatever. Uh, yes, it was a competitive game up to that point, and if we scored that drive to close out the half, uh, you could have flipped the score. Uh, this team isn't made uh, for comebacks right now. Uh, we kept our composer against the Bears, who lost and sucked again this week. Yes, which works out good for our draft picks. Uh, but you don't give a surgeon a chance. He will dissect you and send you home feeling like, you're, uh, like your purpose is lost. Uh, give us a lead, and we choke A.A. Ron, and the clock is out. Uh, not many QBs would have uh, even tried that, let alone in uh, twice in the recent years. And yes, he has to stop that. But uh, let's talk about what, uh, why he and other has... And why he and others have made mistakes. In competition for some, there is a, a gambling gene. You play at a high level and ride that fine line. You slip and it's catastrophic. Uh, but you make it and you're a freaking hero. Uh, the old live by three, die by the three. Uh, you miss every shot you don't try, but you break your TV and calls Har's head. You call for Car's head on a spike. Remember how many Brett Favre seasons, hell, even career, ended in an interception. For every holy roller, there is an immaculate reception, or deception. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, I basically ha- uh, have to just say one thing. This is Raider Nation. We don't win pretty. Hell, we lose ugly. Uh, we win ugly. Uh, how do you think Al came up with just win, baby? Uh, we want pretty wins. That's um, and on the other side of the bay with wine and cheese crowd. Uh, follow the bandwagon Browns fans. Oh wait, nine or no over the uh, nine to zero over the team from <laughs> uh, Washington. Have fun with that. Uh, besides, every true Raider gets an uneasy feeling when we uh, when the talking heads start talking about good uh, good things about our team. Uh, it's like the other mother-in-law st- uh, s- stopping t- by suddenly. T- 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 today, Junior. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Jeff. 
Jeez. I'm having trouble. I I'm hear that. Trouble. I hear that. Hey, stop it. Stop okay, it. Stop. Okay, go. Uh, it's like your mother-in-law stopping by suddenly just to drop off dinner. Do you eat it? <laughs> Welcome aboard Southwest Swag, Jeff. Put on your seatbelt and strap up your helmet. This is a hell of a ride. Uh, this is where the beg- where the hands... <laughs> Jeez. Shut up, man. You're, You're killing, killing me. me. You're, You're killing, killing me. me. Hey, give, give it to, give it to Vinny. Oh Vinny let the Vinny read over there. Here. Vinny. Yeah, read it, Vinny. I Vinny. What, I don't know what it is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, start with Welcome Aboard South, Southwest Swag Jeff. There you go. Yeah, read that, Vinny. Uh, so welcome, Vinny. Vinny put, Murphy to put the your show. Mouth on the, put your mouth on the mic. Yeah, read yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And say it loud. Go ahead. Read it. Hello. Where is it? Where is Southwest. Near the bottom. I'm almost done. It only took me 15 minutes to get to that point. <laughs> Read it, Vinny, go. Only 15 minutes. Jeez. Uh, Read it. I don't know what... Just pick a spot and go. Okay. um, I basically have just one thing to say. This is Raider Nation. We don't win pretty. Hell, we lose ugly. We win ugly. How do you think Al came up with just win, baby? You want pretty wins. That's on the other side of the bay. (laughs) That's on the other side of the bay. Oh, crap. I just lost my... Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You're <laughs> killing me! Uncle with the wine and cheese crowd. With the wine and cheese crowd. Follow the bandwagon Browns fans. Oh wait, nine zero over, <laughs> over the team from Washington. How See, it's hard. It oh is. my gosh! It really is. Uncle Mosh is gonna crush you guys. Give it to me. <laughs> Take it. Jeez. Oh. All right, I gotta do everything myself around here. Take it out. All right. It. All right. Welcome I can aboard. Talk, but I can't. Welcome read. aboard, Southwest Swag Jeff. I can't do either. Put on your seatbelt and strap up your helmet. This is a hell of a ride. This is where the hands must be kept in at all times because the real season is about to begin. P.S. Was it de- was it just me or did little Cleland get caught spectating too much? I gotta say, I was jealous of his seat. Best in the house. Good thing halfway through the second quarter he got yanked. Come on, big fella, hit someone. The nation will pass a hat if you need help with any resulting fines. Other than that, everyone still on the team looked great. Can't wait for Wednesday to get out of this funk. You guys got some heavy lifting to do. You ain't kidding, Stacy Ruff. Well, yeah. Thank you for your email. Oh, Vinny. my gosh. Who's next? Hey, I what? think. I, do we need 30 seconds of Paul? You want 30 seconds of Paul? We need some 30 seconds of Paul. Yep. <laughs> what was that again? 30 seconds of Paul. 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 All right, here we go. Stepping in for Swag in Jeff, for Swag who Jeff, was stepping, stepping in, for in for Uncle Mosh, <laughs> is now Vinny. Little Let's, Lil Murph. Little Lil Murph. That's right. Go, go ahead, Vinny. Go ahead and read that email from Paul. Good evening, fellas. Hope you're all well. As I started putting my email together, I heard the news of Will Brown's passing. It's heartbreaking. It really is. The word legend is attached far to far too many people without any bias these days. Not Willie Brown, though. He's always been around, on the field, off the field, at the draft. He's always been there, and it's so sad to think he won't be anymore. I used to I used an Al Davis quote when we lost Cliff Branch, and the same sentiment is appropriate now. Time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and warps them in a cloak of immortality. The old man Willie audio always made me a little teary-eyed, and it will, uh, and it will even more so now. God bless number twenty-four. On to the Packers game. 
Frustrating is the first word that comes to mind. There are others, but this is a family show. That really... (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Paul. All right. That really should have been a closer game than it turned out to be. We may have gotten away with our errors against lesser teams, not the Packers, and definitely not Aaron Rodgers. I'm with Murph when it comes to Rodgers. I've always admired him and enjoyed him and watched him. When he was when he was a bad day, he's still better than most. But when he plays like that, you just can't make the errors we made and hope to compete. There were lots of positives, again, from our offense. We moved the ball well. Jacobs, Waller, and Morrow? I don't really know how to say that name. Morrow? Oh, my God. Moreau. Vinny! Moreau. <laughs> it's fo- uh, Vinny! Hey, hey easy, uh, Foster Moreau. So we, we are, his nickname is the Island of Foster Moreau. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's good. All right. You have no room to be yelling at somebody about pronunciation <laughs> and reading swag. All right, Al- Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Moro, Moro, and Alzado. Alzado, yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Are developing into high-quality players. And we're t- we're t- go ahead, Vinny. Keep it rolling. We're taking You're doing good. lots of boxes. We need to weave a little more magic on the defense, on the defense now, though. Houston will be another tough challenge, but we won after Al's passing, so hopefully we can again for old man Willie. Let's hope also that Gary Clooney doesn't bite us. Gary and Conley. <laughs> Close enough. That's all right. Go yeah, for it. That's all right. You're good it enough. doesn't matter. He's not a Raider anymore. Yeah, exactly, right? Go ahead, Vin. All right. Finally, I wouldn't dream of... Um, uh, I don't even know how to say this word. I'm, okay. I'm horrible at this. Skip it then. Go to the next one. <laughs> on the capital... On the capital... Capo's hit list territory. Yeah, Capo's hit list. That's Aaron. Remember Aaron? We met. Oh yeah. Remember Aaron came over. Yeah, you love. Yeah, you love Q Dog. You love some Q Dog. All right, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Territory, but I have I have to nominate a group of people. Firstly, the officials and the morons that govern them. What's going on, guys? Some of these calls are so bad they're unbelievable. I've been watching soccer and cricket for a long time, and I've always been able to use NFL officials as a benchmark, but I can't recall a worse group than this, and we're not even halfway through the season yet. True that. Perhaps they should ask Commissioner Belichick to have a word with them. They usually listen to them. Oh, nice. And secondly, fools who who collated the NFL 100 greatest characters. Collated, yeah. I mean, they assembled the list. We went through it earlier. Yep, good stuff. Yep. Yep, I'm horrible. No, you're good. You're good. You're doing great. Keep going, pal. <laughs> Much right. better than me. <laughs> Much better. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Get him, Vinny. Will you stifle Oh, yourself? there we go. All right. All right, finish it up. Take okay. us home. Now, now I know that Joe Namath is a pretty big fish in NFL history, but can someone explain to me why anyone believes that Na- Is it Namath? Namath, yeah. All good. right. Yep. Namath was a bigger character than Al Davis. These lists have given me a headache. Namath shouldn't even be above Snake. Ah, screw it. I'm going to have a donut and a cup of coffee. <laughs> Keep up the excellent work, fellas. Love you, Raider Nation. And then read the tagline. Read the tagline. All right. His Lordship Paul Edgerton, Sapphire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner 2019. Still a soccer keeper. Proud man. <laughs> proud man, man. One-time winner of the Raiders fan, Radio Sizzler. All right. Good job. Good job, Vinny. Thank you. I didn't totally screw it up. No, you did great. Thank you for stepping in for your Uncle Swago over there. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Appreciate that. Appreciate the the, uh, the emails this week. Thank you to Stacy Ruff, and thank you to uh, his lordship, Paul. Great stuff there. All right, so uh, next up, uh, we're going to get to the voicemails, and we always start off our voicemails with uh, with Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. We call him the Capo. He's the leader of our made men and made women. And you know what? Sometimes... Google Voice will get you. If you go over three minutes, Google Voice will get you. But there's only one person that Google Voice will not step to. No, he won't mess with no Capo. He won't mess with Capo. Did I get it? Greetings, there Don Murphy, yeah. Big Larry Marshall, and the boss, Sonny, little Merswag Jeff, our Sergeant Arms, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo Raider, Raider Ramon, Swag Jeff, Hey. Nation, it's your cop wearing the cute. Shout out twice. I got two. I got double the <laughs> first condolences go out to Raiders Hall of Famer Willie Brown, who passed into paradise at the tender age of 78. A native of Yazoo City, Mississippi, my one time home, and where I became the Q's. I give a big shout out and respect to him, and I hope he's holding down Soul Patrol on high. In 1967, old man Willie, he was acquired from Denver, and he became a man, down in the silver and black, where he spent the rest of his career. Um, you know, we all recall, you know, Super Bowl eleven, him intercepting, you know, Fran Tarkenton and taking it back, huffing and puffing. And we can all still feel, you know what I'm saying, the sweat, you know, coming out of, you know what I'm saying, his pores and him blowing us, you know, them big cheeks as he rolled down the sideline for 75 yards in our first Super Bowl victory. Can't stand the Green Bay Packers, but they, you know what I'm saying, made up for it from that Super Bowl two loss. Now, there's a couple of things I wanted to get into, and, you know, Google Voice, if you step up, I swear to God, I'm going to smack you back down, but i got to get some things <laughs> off my chest. Brown was a member of the AFL all-time team, and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer on July 28, 1984, a first ballot inductee, and was voted the number 50 player in the one of uh, the top 100 NFL all-time players list, and that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Moving on, look, it's nobody's fault but Derek Carr's that he lost a second End zone touchback fumble. How do you do that? You know, there's some cats sitting around, you know, sipping a pina colada from a butt fumble who thinks that's, you know, kind of <laughs> ridiculous. However, it's a bad rule, and the league needs to look at that. They need to incentivize whenever players are close to the goal line and they want to stretch out, you know, say in order to make a seven-point or a six-point uh, touchdown, that they do so and retain the ball if it gets lost. Anyway, I'm shaking my head thinking about the rules because looking at that game over the past weekend, there was that Aaron Rodgers uh, throw to what what's this cat's name? Jake Camaro on that thirty seven yard pass on the sideline where he beat somebody that got cut. And this cat stepped out at the five yard line and they had a booth review. And don't you know they threw it to Gene Steratore and that hater and when as soon as I knew they threw it to him I knew he was hit. And they Somehow or another, everybody in America saw that cat stepped out of bounds and they gave him a touchdown. Man, the league, they do themselves no favors whenever the Zebras, they blow a call, they review a call, and they still screw us. Anyway, Gary Conley, he's out of here. He didn't make my hit list, but you know what? I was, whew, he needs to go. Anyway, the the writing had to be on the wall whenever we uh, drafted uh, Trayvon Muller and also Isaiah Johnson. And if I'm not mistaken, we just signed this cat, too, uh, Keyshawn Nixon. He used to play football for Snoop Dogg as a youth. Yes, that's Snoop Dogg, D-O-double-G, and hopefully he'll do good things for us. Muller will step into Conley's role opposite Darrell Worley, who will basically become our default number one cornerback. You know, Mullen has, you know, the size, he's raw, he's a competitor, he was an underclassman at Clemson, and um, I, I think that he's going to do quite good things for us, man. And, you know, I'll talk more about our secondary, but for a second I want to get back 
to talking about Willie Brown because, you know, this just wasn't um, a regular loss. I mean, Willie Brown, he was part of our front office for years. I'm thinking like 1995, and he's played some kind of role mentoring a lot of Raiders that we look up to and revere. So, you know, for years he called our second-round selection and just about every draft going back, you know, he would come out there and he'd wish us all a happy Mother's Day and settle down. And this year we had Chuck Woodson, uh, another number 24. They shared that number, come out and make that selection this year due to uh, old man Willie's failing health. But I got a question and a challenge. What was the last pick, the last name that he had selected for our beloved Raiders? Think about that for a second. Chat room, type your names in. Nice. You know, I was blessed to be in the tennis at AT&T Stadium whenever he made that selection. And the answer was a second-round selection. All right, I've given you enough hints by now. It's P.J. Hall. He was number 57 overall in the 2018 draft back there nice. in Jerry World. The hit list, guard Lester Cotton, tackle David Sharp, safety Eric Harris and his ridiculous P.I.s that he keeps uh, making. Google Voice, you're on my list now. And Eric Berry, is he available somewhere? This goes out to the main man, Rudy Root. Good stuff from nice. Aaron, the Q Dog Raider. Nice I had to, had to flash up the picture there from when we when we heard uh, Chuck Woodson step in and uh, announce that pick for Willie Brown. Remember that, Vinny? I do. We were there. That was a pretty good day, wasn't it? It was. It was yeah. v- very cool, man. And so, uh, so we 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 appreciate that, Aaron. There's Aaron always hits on point on so many different things that yes. I, I feel like I don't even want to tag onto his call because I don't want to take away from anything that he had to say. Like I'm just Aaron, uh, incredibly uh, just. Well stated, my friend, and, and, and uh, just you know, love the love the love that you gave to Willie, and uh, and can't wait uh, until next week, man. Yeah, when we see you in, Ab- uh, in absolutely, and 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 Google Voice isn't going anywhere near him. No, no, he can go four minutes on this show all day oh, long, yeah. and Google Voice will just still be like over there on the sidelines. Well, somewhere. yeah, yeah, like yeah, he wants no piece of Aaron. Last time he stepped to Aaron, it didn't go well for Google it Voice. It did not go well. <laughs> it did not go well. Now now for our grade eight. Now for our grade eight. So we got a sizzler at hand. So Jeff will award the uh, the sizzler award to, uh, to the best phone call or emailer of the night. And we're going to start off with our buddy Running Bear in Tulare, California. This is Running Bear, proud, proud main man from Tulare, California. Hey, uh, Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff, and Capo and all the rest of the maiden men and women out there and everybody else in chat. I'm going to... Make this very clear, very straightforward. Try not to make any things one way or the other. But we're three and two, and if we want to get in the playoffs, we have to win the next two games to make to almost guarantee us in there. Um, that puts a five and two. That are both these uh, AFC t- uh, teams, and that'll put us in a position that we can, if, if we lose the Chiefs, we'll still have a good, solid option to get into the playoffs. If we go one and one in the next two games, we still can make the playoffs, but it's gonna be much harder. And if we go into, uh, we're not going to make the playoffs, guys. You know, we'll be eight and eight, nine seven at most. And we just have to, you know, understand this is a young team and it's building. Now, the fan of me, I think we're going to be twelve of twelve and four. But if I'm honest, we have to win these <laughs> I hope you're games right. if we're going to do anything and get a chance in the playoffs. Uh, I want to say that uh, cars looking good. Our wide receivers are slowly getting better. Tight ends are awesome. Uh, running backs are great. Offense line is awesome. Crosby's doing well on the defensive line. Our defense is gelling together. But one thing that's not being talked about enough is our fullback and our tight ends they are blocking is the reason why we are where we're at right now. I know everyone wants to talk about the offensive line, but if our tight ends and running backs weren't blocking as well, we wouldn't be doing as well. 
anyway, <laughs> you guys have a good day, and I uh, hope we see a win this coming against the Packers, and we definitely need to beat the Texans. All right, go Raiders. We're going to get a live call there. Sorry about that. That's uh, running over uh, Running Bear a little bit there. Apologize for that. It wasn't Mosh. Mosh said he might call in. That wasn't, that wasn't yeah, Mosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't recognize the number, so I didn't pick up on it there. But uh, anyways, Running Bear, appreciate the call, my friend. Uh, keep him coming. And, uh, man, I hope he's right with that fandom pick. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, man, if you see 12 and 4, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all I'm, about that. I'm all about that. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy Houston, Raider Steve. Hey, Murph and Mosh, uh, Swag Jeff. Hey, this is uh, Houston oh. Raiders, Steve, the historian. I've got a great story for you. First, uh, I want to say we ought to give Max Crosby the nickname of Captain Chaos. Um, first game I ever saw on TV uh, was the December 31st, 1967 uh, NFL championship game between the Packers and, of course, the Cowboys, Dallas. Um, Ray Scott called the game. I've heard Ray Scott tell that uh, it was 13 below zero. And he was down on the field. He wasn't up in the press box calling the game and everything. And as the game went on, his lips started to freeze. All these people were calling up saying, get that guy off the air. He's drunk. He's, he's, he's unintelligible. It got worse and worse as the game went on. We all remember that, uh, uh, Bart Starr, they won 21 to 17. He, uh, uh Jerry Kramer threw the famous block that got, uh, uh, Bart Starr in the end zone. And the rest they say is history. The second game I ever saw was the, uh, Raiders uh, and Jets Heidi game. So I saw two great games from my first game. And the first game, game I ever attended was the uh, was was the uh, Jets and the Oilers. Uh, Oilers won with Elvin Bethany and Dab Pastorini, 72, at the Astrodome. It was like Joe Namath was like a rock star. There were Jets fans all over the place. It's the only game that, that the uh, Oilers won that year. I told my parents, I said, this is the only game I hope to win. And it came true. And I thought, man, I jinxed them. Great show, Murph and Mosh. God bless and go Raiders. They're back, baby. And we're not going to be saying go Pat, go or wearing any cheeseheads hats. God bless. Bye. <laughs> no, we we're saying went Pack went because they yeah, ran right. away, ran away with that one. But uh, anyways, appreciate the phone call as always. I love Houston Raiders, Steve. Vinny, we call him Dead Sea Scroll Steve or the Historian because he's always got the best uh, the best takes and the best history uh, on the Raiders and the NFL in general. So, well, yeah. Yeah, pretty good stuff there. Uh, all right, next up, man, this is a great call. Uh, we don't play favorites, and I'm not trying to nudge people to the head of the sizzler, but this was a pretty good call. RBK, good. RBK Raider. Murph, Uncle Mosh, Q-Dog, Swag Jeezy. Little plastic buff <laughs> Swag Jeezy. How y'all oh, you missed that. RBK Raider jumping in once After again. Swag Jeezy, listen to what he says. How y'all doing? Swag Jeezy. Little plastic buff pimping. How y'all oh, doing? Oh, the RBK pimping. RBK Raider yeah. jumping in once again. Look at that. Officially a made man. Want to, want to apologize. I didn't actually hear my music played. Anyways, man, this game. I'll be honest with you. Just like the Pillagers. Pillaging podcast. None of us had a win this game, but staying competitive was key. And seeing those three turnovers in the red zone, two on the one yard line, like I mean, it hurts. But you know what? We're we're trending in the right direction. A lot of people forget that we don't have our number one wide receiver, Tyrell Williams, who is actually our number two wide receiver coming into the season, and. Losing the players we did on defense, but hey, you know, trash player of the game, man, has got to go out to the defense, Gary and Conley. Uh, where were you? You look like you're a high school player playing in college, bro. And I just heard this morning 
that he got traded to Jacksonville for third round pick by Felicia. You didn't do anything for us. You had a decent season, but injuries and concussions and this and that. I don't know. I'm a Raiders fan, not a Players fan. Perfect. Derek Carr did everything he could. I know that fumble sucks, just like it did at the end of the game at Dallas, but that didn't lose us the game, boys. Our defense gave up six touchdowns to Aaron Rodgers, five in the air and one rushing. Yep. They were nowhere to be found. Darren Waller did his job. Josh Jacobs did his job. Derek Carr did his job. These guys were playing their hearts out, and the defense was nowhere to be found. But anyways, man, I know you guys are going to talk a lot about it. Um, Want to hear your take on Gary and Conley and about this game in general because I have mixed emotions. I think we played good. We're trending in the right direction and probably going to get hacked by Google Voice here soon. So, uh, hey, man, this is a four-time caller, long-time listener, official made man, RBK Raider. Ow. Yeah, you are. Good job, RBK Raiders. So he asked for uh, our opinion on Conley. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some facts. There you go. I'm going to give you guys some numbers. All right. I'm going to give you some truth. We're all about some numbers. We're all about it. And so here's some truth about Gary and Conley, former Raider. And this comes. This tweet is by uh, HB Nadonley uh, on Twitter. So so credit to him for putting the numbers together. Former Raiders corner Gary and Conley been targeted 29 times this season. So they threw at him 29 times, Vinny. 21 of those were completed for 389 yards and five touchdowns. Jeez. And one interception. That is a passer rating of 139.7. Oh, no. And the Raiders got a third-round pick for him. So, uh, yeah. Wow. See ya, Gary. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, see ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. So, uh, next up, we're going to hear from... This is a cool one, Vin. You'll like this one. Uh, we have a buddy of ours that's... Uh, He's a, he's a, he's he's kind of like from the old country. He's an Italian guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. And, he, and he's got and he's got crystal clear quality. What is that again? Crystal clear quality. <laughs> <laughs> How many syllables are in that, Jeff? Uh, too many. <laughs> too many for me to count. <laughs> all right, let's hear from our buddy Raider Born Rico. Hey guys, Raider Born Rico here. Well, first of all, I was saying that we're gonna beat the Packers. Well, it didn't go like that. Uh, but anyway, we we don't need. I was saying that we don't need a superstar because it's not one person that make um, the difference. Um, and I still think the same. But we need somebody in the backfield. We don't have cornerbacks; they're outmatched every time. We need somebody over there that can um, control the, the the zone and. Um, Linebacker position, of course, we need somebody because Morrow and White, they can do their job, but they take away from us the spirit of the defense, who is Vontaze uh, Berfitt, who I think is a great, great player, and they take it away from us. Uh, apart that, I think the offensive line is good, is outstanding. We got Sharp instead of Brown. That cost us penalty and touchdown. I mean, this game can go uh, in a completely different way if it wasn't for that. <clears throat> But again, uh, we got Brown uh, not healthier, probably mentally because of the domestic violence. We got to be real, not because of the injury and uh, calf injury, I think. Uh, I don't think it was for that. And um, But apart this, the offensive line is great. Uh, Derek Carr was again 
unsacked against a great offense. Uh, they couldn't touch him. I was more worried about the um, Zadarius mate, the Smith brother, than Aaron Rodgers. And uh, we keep them over there without doing their thing. So shout out to the offensive line because it's great. I can't remember the last time we had a running back running like this. I mean, come on, let's be real. And uh, tight end corps. What, what to say about this tight end corps? They like receivers, all of them. Uh, all the three, they deserve the same respect. And um, with the healthier team, we can show that also with the wide receiver, we can do our job and uh, we can score a lot of points. Don't get misunderstood. Uh, Raider Nation, this is a great, great team. We didn't have a team like that in ages. Uh, I believe a lot in this team. And uh, we will show to everyone that we can do it. Mm, we're gonna go to Houston. We're gonna be Houston, and if we don't be Houston, well, we're gonna go twelve and four and go to the playoffs. So Another with all that said, I love you guys with all my heart, and I'm out. Hey, we love you too, Rico. Appreciate the call as always, my friend. And hey, Vinny, uh, when someone calls and leaves a message and it gets played on the air three times here on Raiders Fan Radio, what does that mean? Uh, is that a sizzler? It's close. It means nah, you become a, becomes you become a made man. You become oh. a made man. So you know our shirts to say "Get Made" on there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. So you want to hear the full list of made men? Well, let's 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 give him his props first, Jeff. I know you're killing it. Oh my wanna, gosh, you're dying to get to that list. I've teased this twice. You've teased it twice. You're you're dying to get to the list, but we gotta make gotta make the ceremony uh, formal here. So you call the show, you get your message played three times on the air, and you become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman. And Rico, that is your third uh, voicemail message amongst many, many emails. And we are proud to welcome you in to the family or the familia. Yes. You are now a made man. Yeah, you are. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. Congratulations, That's right, Rico. Rico. Hey, you joined a great list. Great list. So, so let's let's shout it out. <laughs> let's shout it out. So we got uh, Jimmy Z back, hardcore Raider Johnny from San Diego, Splatterhead McCann, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, Alaska Raider, Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Red and Yakima, uh, Jim from the East Coast, uh, Yayo from Jersey, a Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, uh, Diego from Georgia. Running Bear, Mojo Raider, Junior in San Diego, Beto from, you know the city. You know the Who city. Who is that? Yeah, Nine Volt. Nine Volt. Yeah. Nine Volt, James in Arkansas, Monster Mask Ken, Raider Rue, uh, Eve Dog, uh, 
uh, Houston, Houstonian Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B Dog from a Pasture, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, uh, Raider One, Eye Patch, uh, Alex in Tucson, uh, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Paul from Shopshire, Mississippi, uh, 24 Carat Kev. Uh, One Nation Jeff, Chucktown Raider, Haley and Scott, and Lean on the Full Metal Mexican, uh, Central Valley Raider, RBK Raider, Coach Davis, Raider Ramon, and Rico. Rico, what a list! Yeah, man, man. nice job. Yeah, That's man, awesome. good job. Good Congratulations. Job, Good job. Good stuff there. All right. So speaking of the main man, we're getting short on time, so we gotta we gotta start hitting the buttons quick here. Uh, man, good buddy of ours. Proud made man. When he goes to work, Vinny, this man defends our freedom. Yeah, uh, he does. Absolutely. Uh, a, a proud member of the boy. Of, of the greatest Navy in the world, Vinny. And uh, we're going to hear from our buddy Mojo. Nice. What's up, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J, made man of women? Quality. It's Mojo, San Diego. Yeah. Quality. Hey, I'm going to look to the bright side this week, man. Uh, we all know how it went yesterday. It is what it is. Some great teams we lost to. Anyway, Jacobs is still running like a man amongst boys. I think he's making a strong case for rookie of the year. So all I got to say is thanks, Chicago. (laughs) I saw some scuttlebutt that we might be putting together a blockbuster trade, including, you know, like multiple picks, multiple players, and and whatever. If that happens, great. If it don't, I'm good with it, too. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm I'm totally content with with the Conley trade. You either produce or you go somewhere else, man. And he got abused yesterday. I think it's a youth movement. And I think we drafted Mullen for a reason. So there's five players left that we drafted with the old regime, right? You got DC, you got Gabe, you got Joseph, Markel Lee, and Washington, right? Well, as it stands now, coming up in this next draft, we got five picks in the first 90. So over to Murph, since he's our numbers guy. Is that a coincidence? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I'll be in San. I'll, I'll be cooking San Diego street tacos in a D lot at the official Made Man tailgate. Come on, on November third. Love it. Yeah. I also heard that there's going to be a donut eating contest between our very own Uncle Mosh <laughs> and a couple CHP officers. Oh. <laughs> so I can't wait to see everybody. Look for the Mojo flag that my boy Just Win Johnny did up for me. Or just look for me and Trucker and Q doing uh, beer bongs in the parking lot. Nice. <laughs> Till next time, Raider Nation. Just win, baby. Oh man, Mojo that... out. So good, Mojo, man. Keep those coming, and uh, uh, Mojo's got some quality going there with his microphones. And uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, well, yeah. I hear a budding podcaster. Now, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to put him on the spot. But Mojo, you know, you always got a home, man. If you ever wanted to start that 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 business of getting in the podcast game, because. Man, you got you got the voice and you got the content for it, my friend, and that was that was good stuff there. And can't wait to see you next week at the uh, at the tailgate in the D lot there uh, in the Oakland Coliseum. All right, next up we're gonna hear. Ooh, now you got me stumbling on my words over I know, here. Right? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the club. Uh, thanks. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, somebody check on Jeff. I think he got stung by a bee because his tongue swole up. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm picking at you, Reverator. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh. Swag Jeff Nation, it's Rev Raider caller from Jersey. Just wanted to start off by giving a a big my condolences to the Raider Nation, Willie Brown and his family. You know, to switch up something that Fifty Cent said. 
you know, they say the good die young. I guess these grimy raiders live a long time, man. You know, Hall of Famer, Black College Hall of Famer, you know, he's one of the greats, man. One of the originators of the bump and run. Sad to see him go, man. He lived a great life. You know, he contributed so much to the Raiders. Much respect due to him. That's all I have for that, you know. Also wanted to talk about this Garyon Connolly trade. A couple of days ago, right before I heard the trade, I was actually thinking about Capo. I was like, I wonder if Capo's going to put this dude on his hit list, man, because we might have to nickname this guy, you know, Connolly Bank and Trust because he's money for the opponents, you know, but then <laughs> turn around and see him get traded, you know. Sad to see him go because I still think he has a lot of potential, but it is what it is, you know. It was a bad game last week, but I saw a lot of positive things. You know, we got a we got a great offense up and coming. You know, we got a lot of weapons. Our tight ends, man, they're about something, you know, and definitely, you know, also our wide receivers, they showed some things also. You know, we just got to get that defense on board. You know, we got to get them doing what they're supposed to do. You know, hopefully we'll have a good one this week, you know, and that's all I've got. I'll talk to you guys. Always love the show. Peace. Thank you, Rev Raider. Appreciate yes. the phone call as always. Great job, man. He's he's one of the best. All right, next up, we got our buddy Ruben in Vegas. Hey, guys. Uh, Ruben in Vegas calling in. was going to call in today talking about the game. Uh, we got blown away against the Packers, but hearing the news at work today, you know, the passing of Raider great old man Willie, Willie Brown. Pretty crazy, man. You know, I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of great Raiders, man, from Mr. Otto, uh, Jim Plunkett, Charles Woodson, Rod Martin, Cliff Branch, rest in peace, you know, Otis McKinney, among others. And it's pretty crazy, you know, how the, the move coming up. I actually went to the practice facility today in Henderson because I uh, work for a supply company, so we're supplying the, the stadium and the practice and whatnot. But it's crazy how things are coming along, man. It's sad to see all these, you know, former Raider greats, you know, passing away and won't be able to see, you know, what uh, Mark Davis worked so hard for the Raiders organization to get a stadium, you know, as a, as a Vegas resident, you know, my heart, you know, I prefer Oakland, but it's his business. We need a stadium, you know, things didn't work out in Oakland, you know, it'll be forever Oakland, you know, you know, I love Oakland. That's, that, that's home, you know, and it's just, it's just sad day today, you know, like I said, you know, R.I.P. Willie, you know, never got a chance to meet him, but, you know, it's just heartbreaking that all these Raider legends, you know, are just passing away on us and won't be able to see the our new home, you know, what, you know, the organizations worked for to get, you know, something we've always wanted, needed, and we finally have. But anyways, guys, um, hope you guys have a good one. Let's get that win um, this Sunday at Houston. We got rid of Connolly, which is a good thing. Is all getting burned in my eyes, but we play them this weekend, so <laughs> hope we don't spill the beans too much. But anyways, guys, win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die. R.I.P. Amen, brother. Brown. Absolutely. Good stuff there from uh, from Ruben. And, yeah, John Gruden's not too worried about Gary and Conley. Otherwise, he wouldn't have traded him to well, his yeah. next opponent. Like, and, and wouldn't that just be, like, 
Dude, that would be so gangster if freaking they trade him and he plays and Derek Carr like throws a couple touches on him or something. Oh yeah. Ty Williams was back at practice today, so hopefully he'll be back because we, we're gonna good. need him. Yeah, we're he gonna, needs he needs to burn him. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, one more to get to. Uh hey, so uh this is our last call. And so for those of you that don't uh know or uh whatever, uh we're only playing eight calls every show. And yeah. we need you to get them in by Tuesday. So I know we yes. got some calls today. And so, you know, I, I, we, we produce the show. We get everything together. And so if, if, you, if you wait till Wednesday to call, odds are your call is not going to make it on. Yes. So we get it to us by Tuesday, please. And then we'll, then we'll put you in the running for the, for the final eight. So anyway, so I don't do a lot of repeats, but, you know, in, in, the, in the memory of Willie Brown, I thought this was very appropriate. So we're going to go back to Houston and hear from Steve. Yes. Hey, Moose Mosh. I swag Jeff. Uh, Made men, made women, uh, and the uh, Raider family. Uh, it's a very sad day for uh, Raider Nation. Uh, uh, Willie Brown passed away yesterday, as we all know. Uh, one of the things I story that I heard was that whenever there was a funeral for somebody that was in the Raiders organization, uh, Willie Brown was uh, was Hal Davis would give him an envelope uh, with some money or something, but it, Willie would uh, would attend the funerals of uh, well, Al did too, but uh, Willie did also on behalf of the Raiders organization and everything. So he was he was one of our best Raiders ambassadors we've ever had, man with class, dignity. And uh so he attended quite a few funerals, uh, if Al needed him to uh do that as a Raiders ambassador. So it's a very sad day that he passed. As you know he was out of Grambling, he wasn't even drafted in the NFL. We got him required him. He was cut by the Oilers in training camp. And uh, Denver picked him up. He played four years, and Al uh, got him through a trade, one of the best trades Al Davis ever did. So uh, number 24, what a great number, huh? Raiders history. We miss you, and we love you, Will Brown. Rest in peace, and uh, we'll see you on the other side in heaven. Amen. And uh, we dedicate this season to you. It's been a tough year for Raider Nation. A lot of our Raider greats have passed. And, uh, Willie, we're thinking about you. God bless absolutely great Love sentiment it. there from steve man yeah, thanks top, steve top notch man way to close us out with with uh uh not that anybody was class less but that was a very classy call there yes, on, at the absolutely end. great job there steve so uh all right so we always uh, award a sizzler award the best uh email or voicemail jeff yes. what you got yeah absolutely so so uncle mosh is typically in charge of this so yeah. so 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 we're gonna we're gonna try our best here all right over here with swaggy j all right what you so, got so so we started with a couple of emails we started with paul with uh the control condolences to willie brown and his uh and his take on the positives of the of the game against green bay uh then we went to stacy ruff which uh he was looking good with an rfr shirt and had a great take yeah, on the game cool. green bay yeah and then we started with the capo who was uh, who scared google voice off <laughs> and was telling him where he can stick it and uh and also a uh, a willie brown shout out uh, running bear with uh, giving props to the offense. Uh, Houston Raider Steve with a swaggy Jeff props. Yeah, and and his and talking about his first game in Oakland, or I'm sorry, first game in in Houston. Uh, then RBK Raider uh with a swag Jeezy shout out and calling out Gary and Conley, which he is now gone. See ya. Uh, yeah, Rico, who was a made man, Swabe Swabe Rico, 
and uh, talking about a 12 and 4 record. That'd be nice. Ooh, I would like that. Um, and uh, Rev Raider with a shout out to Willie, who uh, hates to see him go, what lo- but loves to watch him leave. There you go. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Ruben in Vegas with another shout out to Willie and the Oakland Vegas. Uh, j- it's just business. It's just business. That's all it is. And uh, and another call from Houston Steve, which is with the Swaggy J props times two and more Willie props. But this week, the Sizzler is going to go to our boy Mojo in San Diego oh, with, a, sw- with a shout out to Josh Jacobs and talking about a beer bong with Q Dog Raider. <laughs> uh, Sizzler goes to Mojo Raider. Sizzler. 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 Nicely done. Absolutely. Yeah, Mojo, hey, that was legit, man. Great call or great message anyways. Great recording. And uh, and keep those coming, man. I, 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 I'm telling you, I think there's a, there's a podcast game in his future. Absolutely. Dude, yeah, absolutely, Mojo. Yeah, with great quality on the call. Uh, start your own show, man. We love you, man. Mojo Raider. Take a sizzler. And uh, you know what? Raider fans, we're rogue. a rogue gallery. Sir. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Uh-huh. So, Vinny, so there was uh, Metallica there and uh, and the Joker. Those are like two of your, what, four favorite things? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm even wearing a Metallica shirt right now. Yeah, you, yeah, are. you are. Absolutely. Yeah, you are. So, hey, so for uh, so we appreciate uh, all of the wonderful callers tonight. We appreciate all of the, uh, the, yes. the, the, the great uh, voice. Thanks for mails. checking out our podcast. Whoops. Whoops. Tune in each two. That's not <laughs> us. In the world, <laughs> I don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> wow, what? that was Sonny's outro for his podcast. I don't know how well, that ended. Uh, yeah, hit our I, outro I, music. Why don't I hit our? Outro. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. All yeah. right, so appreciate all so the. For, co- for, so for so for Sonny <laughs> and Murph, <laughs> if you want and him. Swaggy J and and little Vinny. Uh, hey, yeah. we, we thank you for, for tuning into Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. We've got everyone in the chat. we got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, uh, Mojo, a uh, couple-time Sizzler winner now, and the Big Easy Pirate 1975 Dakota Raider. We've got the whole crew, Raider Ramon. Uh, we've got everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, you know what, Murph? Why don't you take us home? All right. Appreciate that, Swago. Appreciate everybody joining us tonight in the chat room. Thank you for your calls, your voicemails. Uh, appreciate you uh, sitting with us as we tribute uh, the, the great, the one and only Willie Brown, yes, man. Yes, the 2-4, uh, the OG. Absolutely, OG 2-4. And uh, we miss Uncle Mosh, but we'll be back next week. We're going to do a Halloween episode. Yeah, we are. Uh, for those of you that caught our Halloween episode last year, we're going to dress up. We're going to be silly. We're going to have a lot of fun. Thank you, Vinooch. Of course. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you, Vinny. Let's give yeah. it up for Vin, man. Yeah. Sitting in there for, for Uncle Mosh there in the Southern Annex of the Fan Cave Desk or the Western Annex. I always forget which one it is, but but appreciate you, man. Who's your favorite Raider? Um, well, I, it's not a Raider player. Okay. Coach. Is that okay? Yeah, do it. Madden. John Madden. Oh, Nice. I love you, son. I love that. I love that. Thanks for checking us out. Hey, you know who my favorite Raider is? We'll see you next week. Go quick.
my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent, he's a man of his word. Well, that was awful sweet of you. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.